welcome to Season 2 of Mobile Suit Gundam Redux, a Dungeons & Dragons 5e live play podcast about a universal century that could have been. I'll be your host, Brian. Join me and the rest of our crew as we explore what could have happened had the original pilots of the Gundam, Gun Cannon, and Gun Tank not died minutes into Episode 1 of Mobile Suit Gundam. Salutations, everybody. It has been a long summer. Before we go ahead and get the first episode of Season 2 underway, I want to go ahead and give a huge shout-out to all of our current patrons. That begins with Captain Darkmoon S, Ensign Gordon C, Captain Brandon D, Ensign John, no last name given, (laughs) Captain William G, Ensign Patrick V, Captain Austin S, Captain Caden B, and Captain Jeremy O. Guys, I really, really, really want to apologize. It has taken as long as it has, but this has been one of the worst years I have ever had in my life. But things are starting to look up. Things are starting to move in a good direction. And let's keep things moving in that good direction here, guys. Let's go ahead and roll right in to the very beginning of Episode 1, Season 2, Mobile Suit Gundam. Redux Memories. Father always told me, growing up, that starting a story and ending a story are the hardest things you can do. I know that many of you knew my father and served with him, and many of you fought alongside him through the four different wars he fought in during his career. I'm sure you'll agree the hardest days weren't during the fight, but often they were when it started and the day it ended. The Federation warned my father about going back out onto the front line. They told him to hand off the Pegasus to a lower-ranking officer. But Cassius wanted to see it through to the end. They warned him of the effects of the radiation and changes in the gravity and what it could do to his heart. But Cassius wanted to see it through to the bitter end. My father fought on the moon during the Bokonan Uprising. He fought military separatists on Titan. And he fought the anti-Federation Russian army. And lastly, he fought Zeon. He had a long hard life. A very hard life. And I know he faced those challenges so me and my family could live on Earth. Could live in peace. And I thank him for that. The middle-aged man steps away from the podium on stage as he finishes. He is dressed all in black. And the church they are all in is dark, and the sound of heavy rain begins to creep in from outside. Behind where the man had been standing is the open casket of Captain Cassius Paolo, former captain of the SCV Pegasus. The entire crew of the Pegasus is in attendance, all in their dress blues. There are also numerous people from other branches of the military, and about a hundred people who had been refugees from Side 7, 
all here to pay respect to the man. The air is chilly in Avignon, as the mud of the cemetery clings to the boots of the pallbearers they carry his casket towards its final resting place. Those pallbearers are Viper, Vulcan, June, and Terra. He asked in his will that they be the final ones to carry him. As they lay his casket to rest, they fold a Federation flag and a flag of the Greater European Union of Countries and lay them atop his casket. A lone trumpet player begins playing the hymn of the United Nations, and 21 shots are fired as the casket is lowered to the ground. His daughter is crying, and that rain didn't stop for three days. It is the year 0083 of the Universal Century, and even now the Earth's sphere is not at peace. Three years have passed since the war ended, a lone grenade snuffing out the life of one of the most destructive beings to have ever lived. Five. Huh? (laughs) Five billion people had died, all in the name of independence. In the years since the war's ending, people have tried to return to normality. A sense of peace in a world rocked by war. To find love and to find hope in the wake of the worst human tragedy in history. Tara Stormbrider is one such person. After the end of the war, she wrote out her military contract, was awarded the Hero of the Earth's Federation medal along with the rest of her squadron for their bravery and valor on that day at Abawaku. I need to know how long that took. What? How long it took for the military contract to be up. Uh, It's usually, what, five years? Yeah, but I'm gonna say the one year war isn't usual. Yeah, no, so I'm saying like. Because if it was five years, she's still serving. Right, and that's the thing, is Tara was serving beforehand. Oh. Yeah, because it was four years. Yeah. So. Before the one year war. Yeah, so Tara got out tail into 0080. Okay. That's important. I need to write that down for myself. I need to know where you you guys were at during the story I was writing. Gotcha. Retired from the Earth Federation military, she and Sela Mass moved to Newport, Rhode Island, to a mansion on a spot of land that had been owned by Sela's adoptive father, T. Bolo Mass, and had willed his estate to her after his passing. Luckily, some might say, the Xeon raids in the area during the war had destroyed quite a few homes around theirs, and Tara had been able to build a full-length runway into their estate's backyard. Tara slowed the engine of her cherry-red Bristol F-2 fighter, and began the landing sequence. She could see that Sayla stood out at the end of the drive. It was evening in late July, and Sayla was wearing a bright sundress. Standing out easily against the dark green lawn, Tara's plane came to a stop, and Sayla ran up, handing Tara an envelope. The letter was sealed with an EFSF insignia. June Chung, however, stayed with the Federation. Riding up the chain of command all the way up to a nice desk job assisting with training new recruits at the Federation Joint Training Grounds at the Cheyenne Mountain Space Force Training Ground Complex. A young ensign walked in one evening as June was grading test footage and handed him a letter with the same EFSF insignia. Vulcan, too, had moved up the ranks and was working as a pilot trainer at the Federation military base at Port Armstrong on the moon. 
one night hours into a simulation trial of the Battle of Solomon. His secretary, Milpo Sklint, uh, Sklint, I'm sorry, handed him an envelope with an EFSF insignia. Viper had been promoted to a captain, thanks to Basque's involvement towards the end of the war. He found himself helming a Salamis and commanding a mobile suit team, hunting a band of Zeon remnants known as Free Zeon in the three years since the war's ending. Yep. <laughs> as of January 0083, the mission had been a success, and he had moved back to Lima, Peru, working as an instructor at the EFGF Academy there. The sun was beginning to set, and there was a knock on his door. I have good news, Viper. The first step in our plan is in motion. Please, be discreet, though. Basque said as he slid an envelope with that EFSF insignia across his desk. We wouldn't want to raise any questions, would we? The letter read as follows. Dear esteemed former member of the Earth Federation Special Forces G-Team, You were invited to the testing of the next generation version of the suits you piloted during the one-year war. We would love for you to be in attendance and to give a speech to the new recruits who have taken on the mantle of G-Team, and carry on your legacy of defending the Earth and its colonies from adversaries both foreign and domestic. The ceremony will be held at the Sydney testing site located two miles due west of the Sydney Impact Crater on August 1st. And so the day came. Day. The Sydney testing site had grown into a small city with quite a few tall buildings and dozens and dozens of mobile homes and temporary barracks erected around them. Towards the main building where the ceremony was being held is the new state-of-the-art white-based class warship, the SCV Albion. June is the first of our heroes to show up. The EFSF set him up with a driver and a six-wheeled truck dropped him off at the front wheel front door. Tara steps out in a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joey, it's, it's a, a big office building, but it's sort of like... It has like a sort of slanted roof, like aimed out towards where the crater is. Um... I'm going to have you go ahead and roll sort of like... Uh, what, what are all your skills? I'm, i got to learn these new ones. Sexy as fuck. Yeah, roll sexy as fuck. Ch- I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a constitution check. Uh, <laughs> well, no, would that that be a charisma? Yeah, I think it would be a charisma. Uh, go ahead and roll perception for me. I, don't know. I right. always make my players roll constitution checks when they got, when they got late. <laughs> See, like, withstand it. I rolled low. You died. Right. So I rolled low. You disappointed your mate. <laughs> uh, 16. Mucho sexy. That's a good one. That's like an 8 out of 10. Alright. So, you walk inside and you see it's very, very crowded. There's hundreds of people here. Um, they're all sort of dressed up like you. They're either in what you're wearing, which is your, your military blues. Or they're in, you know, tux like black tie, like tuxedo or black tie, We're or like a, like a like a like a not a, not a like the ball gown, but you know what I mean, like yeah. a, like a fancy dress. Yeah. Uh, as you're walking in, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you spot Brigadier General uh, Simon Grinthorn as he's walking alongside you, as well as two members of G Team Two. You see Gaia and Alice. Standing near a uh, table filled with champagne flutes. Uh, both of them had been promoted just like you had to commander after the end of uh, a battle coup. And uh, Gaia begins to approach you. As he's about to reach, like, get to you and start talking to you, Vulcan 
places his hand on your shoulder. Have Terry go ahead and roll uh, for a perception check as well. Shit his ass. <laughs> yeah. That one was a five, so... Total five? Uh, seven total. Okay, that's better. Um... So you walk up and you sort of greet June, you know, hi, how you been? Haven't seen you in a couple years. Uh, because after G-Team was disbanded at the end of the war, you guys have sort of just moved to desk duty. I mean, keep in mind, you guys are uh, fairly high-ranking officers. You're not, you're not like soldier soldiers anymore, you know? Yeah. You're commanders. So you sort of move to more desk-related stuff now that the active war is over. But we still have the know of who's who. Yep. Uh, so you kind of Gaia approaches you guys and sort of begins. Uh, he's like, God, it's been so long since I've seen you guys. How you been? Sort of hands you guys both a champagne flute. Uh, and as he's starting to talk to you, uh, Vulcan notices over his shoulder uh, that Viper is actually already here. Uh, he is standing facing out this main window. Uh, he is talking to a uh, man who you vaguely recognize um, as the rear admiral of the Federation Colonial Defense Force, Basque Ohm. Uh, and him and Viper seem to be uh, chatting kind of quietly. They're standing fairly close to each other. As, as you kind of see Viper, you sort of have a passing thought of how Viper never really explained why he got a two-rank promotion, but every other G-Team pilot got a one-rank promotion. And you just sort of have that thought in your head, like, why is he cozied up to the rear admiral of the Federation Defense Force? And as you're just about to start thinking about that a little deeper, uh, looking out the window towards Viper, uh, you see a plane flying directly at the building. <laughs> uh, you see a red biplane uh, buzz the roof of the building causing all the windows to rattle and a couple of, couple of the champagne glasses to fall off the table and shatter. Have I seen the plane uh, before? I think you probably have. It's Terra's uh, biplane, The Reckless Abandon. <laughs> That's a I good time gonna, to just finish I was, I was gonna be like, I want to use like a, my new type detection tower. <laughs> <laughs> I already know who this motherfucker is. <laughs> <laughs> Tara buzzes the goddamn tower like fucking Top Gun, but in a plane from literally at this point 200 years ago. Just, just finish the champagne flute right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, as soon as he sees it coming, just, just downs it. The camera pans and we see Tara land the plane uh, on the short strip of road in front of the building. Tara is dressed in her dress blues and Sayla is wearing a dark green slip dress. Uh, as Tara gets out and pulls her goggles up and sets them on the little leather cap helmet and sort of isn't bothered by this at all, uh, Sayla is irate and is like, Tara, I cannot believe you did this. This is supposed to be a really formal event. What? <laughs> Every hero needs a flashy entrance. I'm going to go to meet her. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, this like, buzz the tower, I'm going to leave Bast in his confusion. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk outside and you see Sayla sort of screaming at Tara, but like in a low voice, like she's trying to be polite about it. <laughs> <laughs> Your name, Baron. 
embarrassing me. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you get home, no more games. Excuse me, princess. I like that you're fucking making Sayla go full fucking mom mode. Like, <laughs> when you get home, tell your father you're getting a bill. <laughs> So, while they're having this argument, you kind of glance up and Viper's just staying there drinking, just waving at you. <laughs> and smiling. It's weird. <laughs> Alright. So, do you go inside the building with everyone else? Yeah. Or? I like the idea that you just leave the plane, like, parked right in front of the building. Someone's going to have to move that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be an No, no, you, <laughs> you look at the valet and you throw him the key and just... <laughs> I don't know what to do about those. Uh, I don't know. Press the autopilot. Yeah, press the... Yeah, the autopilot. Just one big wooden pole. <laughs> yeah. This is... It's... I, I picked the, the oldest biplane I really could that had any military reputation... And it was the it's a British biplane from World War One. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's a replica. It's not the act. Like I don't think Tara would be that fucking awful. I don't, first off, I don't think Tara's strapped like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Tara might not be, but Tara is, if not engaged to, at least in a long term relationship with Sayla, who has some money. Getting in where you fit in. Yeah. 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 So. You mentioned World War One biplane, and that I found a hilarious fact about that. There is actually a French pilot that has a recorded knife kill in midair. Yeah, but yeah. we talked yeah. to this last yeah. time, where the dude jumped out of a, like, well, his he plane jumped, got shot down. He jumped out, he jumped out, out yeah. landed, <laughs> landed on a German plane, stabbed the German, stole the yeah. plane. Yeah. <laughs> Flew it back. They repainted it and put all his kills on the side of it. Yep. Like, this guy's fucking ridiculous. I discovered that both the Germans and the British built artificial-looking trees. And the Germans got so good at it that uh, they were finding artificial trees used to scout and kill people from after they had taken that section literally months prior. So they're just like, <laughs> we're just walking by some dudes like, that tree looks weird. You knock on it, that's metal. When you fucking open up, this is fake. How long have we been driving by this? For two and a half fucking months? Like, yeah. Cool. The one that I always laugh at is the story about um, the U.S. using inflatable tanks. Yep. Yeah. That always just makes me laugh. I'm like... Uh, you're it's rolling. ingenious, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, just super glad they didn't call your bluff on that. Well, they did. But um, regardless... It was too late. You, <laughs> you kind of walk in with Viper. Mm-hmm. A guy comes over to both of you guys and hands you a champagne flute and kind of nods at Viper. Gaia, buddy, it's been forever. How you been? It's been way too long. I've not been too bad. We've been we've been uh, training uh, new recruits here at Sydney. So um, since I had some experience around here, they kind of hooked me up with a decent decent cushy little job training new pilots. So it's it's been pretty nice. Uh, heard you kind of made a name for yourself. Published a book. Like it. Read it. Liked it didn't get some of it but that's because i'm no not the best reader uh viper heard you got uh promoted to a captain heard you've been uh doing fighting the good fight hunting uh on some stragglers yeah well they're they're still there yep we're gonna keep fighting until we, we get them all unfortunately we tell everybody the war is over but 
people like you still gotta go out every every morning and keep it going, don't you? Well, come on over here. We got some people to talk to. And uh, he leads you over to June and Vulcan, uh, who are currently having a conversation uh, with a very, very pregnant uh, Captain Omaha and her husband, Antonio Law. Her name is now Omaha Law. <laughs> uh, Antonio uh, left the military and now works as a flight training instructor for an airline. I hope my memory is Antonio. Slugger. Ah, okay, yeah. Slugger Law. Why don't you just call him Slugger? <laughs> Slugger. Slugger. You guys are talking to him willingly? <laughs> <laughs> no. You kind of walk over the. Well, the whole thing is like we, you know, we we've had to rebuild all the airlines from scratch. You know, like they're like they got they. Zeon took most of the parts, man. <laughs> Grabs another wash champagne. Yeah, Vulcan grabs a second a champagne. Just, uh. You're going for the champagne. My immediate response is, I wonder if someone has anything hard. I was expecting you to pull out a flask, full <laughs> flask out. <laughs> Whiskey and viper venom. <laughs> it's got it's got a it's got a, like a skull and crossbones on it and everything. No, you pull out the flask and you're, you, you you smell it first to make sure you're like, okay, that's that's the alcohol. Okay. That one's the alcohol. This other one is my poison skin. Yeah. After you guys have been talking for a bit, there's a <laughs> and uh, the noise of the room kind of calms down. And you look towards the the front of the room, and you see that there are two men in red lab coats, uh, and then two women in office attire, kind of standing in front of the large open, like not open, but the large slanted window. And there's a podium in front of them. Um, one of the men is clearly Tim Ray. Uh, the other, though, uh, is a shorter man with slicked back blonde hair. Uh, he steps up to the... Uh, Podium, and he begins. He's like, "Please, everyone, proceed to your seats. The demonstration will begin here? soon." Mm-hmm. Is it five ovaries? You can roll history. You guys can all roll history to see if you know who this Damn. is. I got twenty-two. You got twenty-two? Yeah. So you're the first one because, like, you you kind of like nudge Tara, and you're like, "That's Franklin Badon." He guess he's a big shot mobile suit designer working with Tim Ray the last few years on this project. Technical detail, combat data to both AE and Zaman. Oh, hey, also twenty two. Yep. So you you guys knew outright that that was Franklin Badon. So everyone in G Team sits in the front row. Uh, as they're sitting down, a uh, young blonde man, uh, maybe nineteen twenty, uh, approaches Tara, and he sort of whispers like, uh, "Excuse me." Uh, Commander Stormrider? You'd look good in my car seat. <laughs> Listen, I know That's not this... Even a good no. I know this really isn't the time or place, but could you sign this for me? I shoot. Uh, you see it's a copy of Tara's book, uh, A Silence Over Sydney Harbor. I uh, clearly fairly worn and heavily read. I pull out a Sharpie and sign it. I didn't get Who's to see my... Two? I didn't get to see much action the one year boar, but you were a huge influence. The one year boar? <laughs> I bet it was for you, huh? <laughs> I want to have Sharpies in, like, the Gundam universe. It's, yeah. it's Sharpie, but it's in, like, a different font, and it yeah. smells wildly stronger of alcohol. He's, he's sort of talking to you as you're signing it. You're like, I didn't get to see much action the one year war, but uh, you were a huge influence on me. Wanted to get you to sign this before I 
had to go out there and you ask, like, who's the two? And he goes, uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Jared Massa. <laughs> so you sign it, you hand it back. This um, is where Viper finds out at the end of, like, 0083 that Jared Massa's going to work with him. He's like, ah, oh, god damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Do I know who he is? Rule history. Fourteen. Uh, so you recognize his name. He was. Uh, he is the new commander, the the new not commander, but new Gundam pilot of G Team, uh, and he led uh, the police action on Mars and led some of the police action on Jupiter as well, or around Jupiter. It sounds like the type of motherfucker you wouldn't agree with. <laughs> <laughs> you call it the yeah. police action. Like, he but... says his name, and I just stop for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of person that you're encouraging. <laughs> After signing the room, the man nods his hat to you Terrence and Cole. runs out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he nods his hat and he runs out the front door uh, and he is driven oh away. You soon see a Jeep packed with him and a few other people driving out towards the flight deck of the Albion. I know what it is. The Jared is the type of motherfucker to watch Starship Troopers and be like, that's how things should be. Like, yeah. So he read your you read your book, which is like this is life now. And you're like, that's not the point of the book. Like, yep. You bitch. So the lights in the room begin to dim, and the sun across the great crater lake make the room a harsh contrast between black and orange. Uh, one of the women in office clothes walks up to the podium in front of everyone. She is in her early forties, blonde, with an Anaheim Electronics pin on her collar. My name is Nina Purpleton. And for the last two years, I have been the lead systems engineer for the Zephyranthes Project, part of the Earth Federation Space Force's Victory 2 program. We have designed what we believe to be the best candidate for the EFSF, technology-wise. Our mobile suit system can easily be pared down or combined to create a wide variety of mobile suits suited for everything from zero-g combat, underwater combat, and even service in such harsh and unforgiving climates as the trenches of Mars or the ice moons of Jupiter. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you G-Team 1 and the four Zephyranthes prototypes. With that, the hangar door in the Albion opens, and you see four suits fly out one after the other. This first one, painted in red and white, we call Gundam NT-2. It is equipped with Gatling guns in both wrists, a set of beam sabers, a next-generation folding bazooka, and our next-generation shield. This design builds on all the improvements of the NT-1 Gundam, fielded in the final days of the war, but it is both faster and cheaper. No longer relying on a second pilot or a flight pack, the Gundam does barrel rolls through the air, hovering and flipping with great acrobatic grace. And as with all Anaheim Electronics mobile suits, it is also equipped with a second-generation core fighter. The Gundam lands on its knees, and the top half of the suit lifts off, landing slowly and softly behind them, and a small fighter jet rockets out of the abdomen. However, instead of a standard-shaped cockpit, you can see it's ball-shaped to hold the panoramic cockpit. It, too, does a number of acrobatic flips and rolls before slowing in the air, coming to a hover, and landing vertically next to the Gundam. The pilot hops out and waves as applause breaks out in the room around you. Next is Anaheim Electronics' take on the gun sniper. 
The previous version of the suit, the NT-1, relied quite heavily on the pilot's own senses to make better use of the beam rifle. We view this as a weakness. Instead, we have outfitted the gun sniper with an enhanced sensory array, allowing it to see over two kilometers away in clear weather and aim with pinpoint accuracy, with a fault of no greater than a meter at one and a half kilometers away from its target. In addition to this, the gun sniper is also outfitted with a number of surveillance drones to allow them to get a better view of the area. Now this does require the use of a new type pilot, however we at Anaheim Electronic want to be on the cutting edge, and that sometimes requires cutting edge technology. You see the gun sniper fly out over the building. Two small crafts fly alongside it and dock on its shoulders as it lands. We also wanted to address the issue of the gun sniper not having a close range weapon, which plagued the original variant in combat. As we have included a feature in the new sniper rifle, it is also now a boarding axe. You see the rifle shift and an axe head is formed near the stock, a beam saber emitting from both the front barrel and the rear stock, allowing it to wield the gun as a pike. Next is the Anaheim Electronics gun cannon. Initially, the gun cannon was an underpowered suit during the war, and we wanted to change that. We have included the Anaheim Electronics Starfighter system, allowing the gun cannon to now outspeed any suit currently on the battlefield. You see the gun sniper fly past the Albion and the building at top speeds, its shoulders housing giant thrusters and its back being a single giant thruster as well. We believe that by adding this extra agility, the gun cannon will be able to own the battlefield, offering a new strength in combat to better augment the power of its comrades. It is still equipped with the primary shoulder cannons, alongside a set of rockets and anti-personnel missiles. It is also outfitted with a beam rifle and two beam sabers for use in high-speed melee and long-range combat. There is another round of applause as the last suit lands in front of the building, heavy and armored. Lastly is the Anaheim Electronics Gun Tank NT2, designed to be faster and more flexible than either of its previous incarnations. The gun tank is equipped with the two main cannons as before, however it is also able to handle typical mobile suit weapons as it has standard hands and is able to walk and run as its legs have been reinforced to compensate for the weight of the main guns, and its balancers and jets have been equipped to help keep it upright when firing in any terrain and in any gravity condition. It also features a swappable secondary cannon, allowing to have one main gun and one missile launcher, or one anti-personnel weapon loaded. The four suits stand along each other, the Gundam having been reassembled while the latter three flew around, and as they stand shoulder to shoulder, a large fireworks display goes off around them. There is a standing ovation, and the lights come back on in the room. Tim Ray approaches the podium. Thank you, Miss Purpleton. I uh, I personally am blown away by these four suits. And the brain damage. Yes. <laughs> the, brain damage. <laughs> the oxygen deprivation. Uh, they take everything we designed under duress during the war and smooth them out into true combat platforms. There is light applause for Nina as she steps off the stage. Now, everyone, let's pre- please greet our guest from Zamad. Uh, second woman steps up onto the podium. The lights dim again. She's in her mid to late 30s. She wears her hair in curls. And her hair is dyed bright blue. Thank you, Dr. Ray, and thank you, Miss Purpleton. We at Zamad applaud your designs. We, however, took a much different approach with our machines. 
First, let me introduce myself. My name is Autumn Shore. For the last two years, I have been the Chief Systems Engineer of the Faisalis Project, part of the EFSF Victory Program 2. And before that, I was part of the GAN Program, helping to design the next-generation GAN Combat Platform, which we have used a lot of our existing technology and practical experience to help design our units. Second hangar on the Albion opens, and a white and red unit floats out. Not flying, but sort of hovering in midair as it kind of floats out. I present you the FMS-01 Gundam. Based on our high-speed DOM design, combined with a combat frame of the original Gundam and the Alex. We ended up with a unit that is upwards of three times as responsive as the NT-1. Its booster pack is also the fastest we've ever designed, able to accelerate the Gundam to Mach 2. It comes outfitted with the Zamad design shield, two high-output beam sabers, and ba well, two high-output beam sabers based on the design of our GAN and a beam rifle. There is nervous laughter in the room, followed by applause. Yes. Next is our gun sniper. Uh, compared to the other units thus far, this one looks very alien, with sharp edges and a head that is recessed down into the body with a large mohawk-like fin on its head. Our gun sniper was designed for long-range combat, and we have optimized our design for this. The tri-fin sensor array allows it to communicate across great distances, even during heavy Monomsky bombardment. And the sensor on its sniper rifle is accurate up to two and a half kilometers. And using our AI stabilization technology, a sniper can reliably fire on the run with an accuracy of up to 900 meters away. Though it cannot mount our shield, it is equipped with two beam sabers in addition to our sniper rifle. The applause this time is quieter. Next is our gun cannon. Designed as the base for our mass production proposal, its backpack integrates two separate cannons, one designed for anti-personnel, and one designed with the firepower of the gun tank. Uh, you see three separate gun cannons run out. They're painted yellow and white. Uh, and they're sort of doing mock combat maneuvers as they do. There's more enthusiastic applause to this one. Lastly, we of course have our take on the famous mobile suit used by the Federation Ace of Aces, the gun tank. Yeah, he, he yeah. is in Redux, canonically, the Ace of Aces. Call him the Ace of Spades. A unit hovers yeah. out of the Albion, carrying two hyper-bazookas on its shoulder. It looks like a Gundam version of the Dom. This unit is designed to be a high-speed hover unit, able to wield anything the Federation is currently fielding. This is actually our proposal, in case we need to land soldiers on Mars. And with that, I want to present... A proposal from Zamad to the Earth Federation forces of how we could win said war. As you know, at the end of the One Year War, the treaty signed with the Duchy of Zeon and the Federation, known as the Antarctic Treaty, no longer applies as the Duchy of Zeon ceased to be. And with threats from Mars, including nuclear bombardment of the Earth, we at Zamad have decided to give the Federation a fighting chance. I present you the Next Generation Hyper Bazooka by Zamad Heavy Industries. The gun tank returns to the Albion and comes out moments later with large wing-like jets on its shoulders and a large shield, and it's carrying a very, very large bazooka. The shield and winglets are what we refer to as Mars armor. They're designed to mount on any mobile suit and land troops from orbit with full coverage to the surface near, say... Olympus Mons. 
he is then doing kind of mock maneuvers with the bazooka, kind of disassembling it, moving into the shield, moving it back out, and mounting it on the shoulder. The bazooka, as demonstrated here, can be outfitted with any of our four nuclear weapons derived from the standard Monomsky reactor. From the Gundam to the gun tank, we can outfit any of them for use in Earth, on Mars, on the Moon. First, we have the Pipsqueak, which is designed for destroying orbital infrastructure. By modifying the reactor core, it creates a very large EMP wave and enough Monomsky interference to take an entire hemisphere of a planet offline for 24 hours. Next, we have the Avalanche, and there's like pictures of these bombs kind of pulling up on the screen behind her. The Avalanche is designed for unit control and anti-ship combat. It can knock out a squadron of mobile suits or a fleet of battleships easily, while limiting the gamma exposure of soldiers firing it. We have the Quarterback, designed for anti-personnel. Its output nearly 40 times the gamma radiation of any bomb used during the Russo-Ukrainian War of the UC-70s. And lastly, the big one. We at Zamad refer to it as the Boss. This is designed to destroy major cities, even as large as, say, Hellas Basin on Mars, in a single shot. If the Federation wants to stand toe-to-toe with the Allied Free People's Union, Zamad Heavy Industries has the answer. And with that, the lights kind of pull back up. There is absolutely no applause. <laughs> Everyone in the room is like, I'm sorry, did you just suggest we commit, like, real war crimes? <laughs> at, this, at this point, Viper gets up and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, get up, chair falls over, the whole thing. Just, yep. just... Be having to take on a whole hemisphere for 24 hours. Yep. There is no applause, and Timray takes, uh, takes about a minute of silence before he approaches the podium. Well. Yes, well. While I disagree with your insistence to use and, and use of, mo- of, of nuclear weapons, I do have to admit that uh, if the altercation with the AFPL did heat up, we honestly might not have any other choice. Now, with that all said, everyone, if you, you can make our way downstairs, we have a lovely dinner and refreshment set up outside in front of the mobile suits. Uh... Aside from Viper, who's already stormed out of the building, <laughs> our heroes look at each other worriedly. Well, that's a lot. That was a lot of firepower. Yeah, that was a a thing. <laughs> you don't I get up and shit. You I, wanted them to make rounds filled with magnesium and thermite, so when you hit people, it would melt through their suits and burn them alive. So you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> Viper has reappeared in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he you like walk out, but then he storms you're, back. You're walking the down the stairs to go outside. <laughs> I hear the conversation. No, no, no. <laughs> I walk up. There you're like, drunk. I you're angry. Up there like Will Smith. <laughs> 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 Just, no. <laughs> walk, walk Viper's back. Going to be the first slap of the Who goes series. offline in a group chat, but is still there just to hear the conversation yep. and chime in. Mm-hmm. So you're shuffled downstairs. No, there is a uh, a large tent at the foot of the eight mobile suits with a long table covered in food and drinks. Everyone is talking in hushed tones about the demonstration. Gaia approaches Tara and he's holding two glasses of champagne and sort of like nudges one towards you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I take it. And Gaia, <laughs> Gaia just leans and he's like, gotta leave it to the Zeeks to trot out nukes. Trot out nukes? 
Omaha walks over kind of as well. She goes, I really hate to be the one to say it, but they might be right. What? Word is, and again, I can't confirm this, but word is that the Federation's already withdrawn all of our ambassadors from Mars and their counterparts over there. She points over towards Jared, Mesa, and the rest of the new G-Team. Your counterparts over there. They actually landed on Mars. They they fought toe-to-toe. They called it a police action, but they got pushed back. So we already have troops stationed there. I don't like the idea of arming our soldiers with, with nuclear weapons, but we might not have a choice sooner or later. As you guys are chit-chatting, uh, a man walks towards you. Uh, he's about six feet tall, with a trimmed beard and black hair and a ponytail. And he's wearing a lieutenant's uniform. Excuse me, you're Terra Stormrider, correct? The one and only. I read your book. I, th- I thought it was fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, the chapter about the siege of Solomon was so real. I felt like I was living through it again. And you seem like you really tried to feel for the Xeon. Well, at least for the Red Comet, but you, you didn't paint them as devils. Not many soldiers would have had the guts to do that and release a book like that, you know? Well, just trying to be as truthful as I can be. Well, I'm, I'm really honored to have uh, served alongside you. And he kind of hands the... He takes a copy and kind of hands it towards mm-hmm. you. Like, Would you mind signing this for me? Yeah, of course. And I start signing it. Who's it to? Lieutenant Fitzgerald. Slim Fitzgerald. <laughs> the slim of denim and jeans? Slim fit. <laughs> slim fit denim jeans. Mm. Exactly. You're looking, at, you're looking at your card where you're like, mm. <laughs> Shape of people. Uh, as you sign it, he kind of like nods at you and he sort of nervously walks away. As he's walking off towards the building, you notice all of the lights in the building have gone out. Oh, you're you're there with everybody else at the at you know at the dinner, you know, the after party. <laughs> but you notice all the lights in the main building have gone out. After a moment or so, you notice a few cars start racing out towards the Albion. And then you start hearing, and you see kind of boom, 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 just some explosions off on the base, as clearly there are being missiles being fired in towards the facility. It's about that moment from the lights of these explosions, you notice a wall of men walking towards the dinner and everything after this. I'm, I'm sorry, and everything... Around that. Man, my writing at 4 o'clock in the morning is surprisingly bad. Yeah. What were you saying? I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Right. But yeah, there's a, a wall of people in uniform walking towards you. Uh, it's hard to see. Uh, they are wearing uh, helmets and sort of u- like tan uniforms. Uh, 19 men in Federation uniforms point guns in towards the crowd. I'm a new type message people. Uh, the man who came up to you earlier uh, pulls out a Xeon recoilless rifle well, recoilless handgun full rifle just <laughs> from his boot. Just... 
He's anime now. <laughs> yep, he mm. pulls out a handgun from his boot. Are any of us armed? I would imagine I would not, not. be. I would no. imagine Terra definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Viper probably has, you know, a knife or something, but... Yeah, June probably carries a knife on him. I left my bees at home. <laughs> Tara, Tara's like, Tara's like padding, padding everywhere, and she's like, "Oh no!" And then like the camera pans back to the plane, and there's a handgun with a grenade strapped to it. Just like, oh no! <laughs> no, Tara's the crazy person to get one of those old World War One grenades, where you stick it in front of the, um, the barrel, and when you fire it, the bullet projects it before a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> So extra, I love it. Just for no fucking reason. The man who had walked up to you earlier kind of walks out in front of everybody. Isn't it just so great? The Federation has contracted not just companies on Earth, but even former Xeon companies to help design weapons to wipe out not just a colony side seeking independence this time, but a whole planet. Did you know there are one and a half billion people living on Mars and yet we already are talking about how to ionize every last one of them. It's not enough that you killed 133,000 of us during the Russo-Ukrainian War or that you killed 900 million of us during the war on Xeon. But now you want to send soldiers to Mars to kill one and a half billion more? I would like to look for an exit. I mean, I'm <laughs> Alright. Uh, go ahead and roll a search. Perception? Yep. Uh, so you, the soldiers have sort of just lined up along, like if you're, if you're thinking of a clock, like a clock face, they're only the bottom half of that clock, kind of pin, pinning in everyone underneath this sort of, uh, tent, this, like, kind of long, uh, dinner tent. Um, you could theoretically just run back towards the mobile suits, but you'd be visible. Okay. But there are also some tables. Where's the best? Uh, you don't seem to see him out here. Okay. Uh, the tables that all the food sat on are sort of like heavy steel tables. Okay. okay. I will move back there. The Federation never stops expanding. And at the same time, it never stops killing. I just want to know when it will all be enough for you. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take one of these mobile suits. And I'm going to take one of those bazookas. And I'm going to take it to Mars. And I'm going to show them what kind of nightmare you are all capable of. Uh, as he says this, a shot rings out. Uh, and he is clearly hit in the shoulder. Uh, Tara turns back around, and Sela is holding a Federation officer's revolver. Damn, that's hot. She, 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 she never left the military. She's been spying on me. <laughs> Everyone roll initiative. I'm going to flip that table. Wow. Uh -oh. That feet's working out for me. It's the dice plus dex, right? Yes. Or you could just look at your initiative on the top. <laughs> Where you wrote it. Oh. <laughs> it is a six. Six? It is a six. Reroll. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a two. That's an eleven. Okay. So I guess Joey. Joey. 
Jim. Well, 11 plus... Terra. So you got 13? 13. Yep. 23. Good lord. <laughs> it's, it's Viper's like ready that. to go. Like, I get a plus 8, even if I roll shit. I'm rolling, right. I'm rolling average. So Viper is up to bat first. Okay, I mistakenly moved myself pretty far to the back. We're in a tent, right? Yes. It's sort of, it's not a, an open tent, so it's sort of like a... It's got walls. Uh, it has one back wall. Okay. I have a gun. Anybody around me have a gun? You can roll search. Perception or investigation? Investigation. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, you do see that there is <coughs> an officer near you who has an EFGF uh, revolver. He's sort of just kind of ducked back with his hands over his head. He's an older man. Uh, you don't recognize him offhand. Okay. I will, in a very aggressive fashion, knock him over and take his pistol. He <laughs> <laughs> probably thinks I'm a bad guy now. Yeah. Knife out, knocks him over, pulls his pistol. I like that you didn't even check his rank. You were just like, <laughs> right now. Like, this is mine. <laughs> Alright. Um, is that my action? Uh, that's, uh, I'll say that's your moving minor. Okay. Um, is the guy that got shot in the shoulder still alive? Uh, yeah, he is still standing up. Alright, I'm gonna make a shot at him. This is gonna be does everybody else want to pop a gun, too? Yes. So I guess I need to explain how this works. So, if I shoot at anybody who hasn't gotten the initiative, I get advantage. If I shoot at somebody with advantage and I hit them, I do my sneak attack damage, which is an extra 3d6. So I've got... ...16 to hit. Okay. That does not hit. It does not hit a guy. Alright, cool. Yep. He sort of ducks back as the bullet flies past him. Uh, it's now his turn. What? What am I you taking? He's gonna roll again. I, uh, it allows me to make another attack using a bonus action. I use my bonus action, didn't I? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Using psychic then we're, forces. Then we're good. You're just gonna be psychic all day. Uh, it's now his turn. Dishes. Uh, and he is going to uh, jump past a couple people and run past you as he's going out the back of the tent. How close? Uh, close enough that I'm going to give you an attack of opportunity. All right. That is a 19. Yeah. Roll for damage. How much damage does it might do? A knife? You're just going to stab uh, I can't shoot. I think it's 1d4. You don't, you don't get a tag yeah. He's a range I think it's 1d4. 1d4 plus, 1D4 plus strength. Strength? Yep. It's four points of damage. <laughs> Man, got shot in the arm. You're just like... <laughs> walks by. <laughs> like an axe murderer. <laughs> Runs by the guy in the back. Bitch. <laughs> All right. And with that, you kind of see him run towards the... Uh, Zamad gun tank. It is now another Xeon soldier's turn. One, two, three, four. They are going to take a shot at you. So at Terra. Um, does a nine hit? Oh, you just put plus two for your evasion. So it'd be twelve. <laughs> Okay. It is now Vulcan's turn. I'm trying to think. 
I know the guy's running. Yeah. Get yourself a gun. And there's just 19 motherfuckers. Yeah. In the way as well. And they all got guns. Yep. They are they are carrying what you can sort of see from here. Uh, they look sort of like the Xeon recoilless like machine gun that you'd seen during the one year war. But they are smaller. They're sort of like doubled over on themselves, so they're really short. Not no stock. Yep. Short barrel. Yep, they're like, illegal in they're like this big. Total. They hold them like this and it's like blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's Suplex <laughs> Is there anybody else around me that has a gun? Roll for search. When worst comes to worst, I'm going to imagine when you guys are going to wrestle one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm expecting expect the bear of Solomon to be the one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the Federation ace of aces is just like, give me the fucking gun! <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just grabs him and gets him in a full Nelson. <laughs> It's like, fuck, dude. Turns towards him and just blows his friends away. <laughs> now for my special move, Full Nelson! What takes 25 9 millimeter rounds? Of <laughs> <laughs> you done? A <laughs> search is under what? Investigation. So I got a. I got a 10. Alright. It is now. So, Vulcan, what are you doing? Uh, I rolled a 10 to search. Alright. Uh, so you are able to see that there are, uh, that some people are starting to run back. So again, we're like nine seconds into this whole altercation. Uh, you see Omaha is flipping over one of the tables. Uh, uh, Slegger, uh, has a, just a, again, a fucking Federation officer revolver. Uh, and you see that she is uh, pulling one out of her waistband as well. Uh, you see that there are at least two other generals running back to hide behind the tables. Again, carrying similar weapons. Let's see. But the older generals don't seem like they're kind of willing to involve themselves. Oh, that makes it easier. Let's tap one of the old guys behind the table. Let's get right back. Just tap some... Yo. <laughs> I'm taking this. I'm real sorry, please. I always assume that um, be, because You're of how Vulcan me. responded at the um, whenever some people were like, "Oh my God, he just shot a guy at Jaburo," yeah, which is just yo, and he keeps walking. That's how that's how Vulcan talks to people. <laughs> like, he doesn't he doesn't always explain what he's doing. He just says yo, and then does whatever he's doing. <laughs> <you understand>. <laughs> <laughs> and again, just because I think it's fun, the. The US, the EFSF is a, a short ass fucking snub nose. Oh, it's like a baby gun. <laughs> it's a thirty-two special. Yes. Yeah. You don't need a longer barrel for accuracy when there's no fucking air resistance. Because <laughs> again, it's really just designed to like pierce a suit so they fucking die from the vacuum of space. Alright. So you're... I would recommend the longer barrel anyway. Yeah. For weight distribution and yeah. extra velocity, but yeah. You don't need it. Yeah. So, Viper, is, not Viper, Vulcan is able to grab uh, a gun off an older officer who's sort of like starting to cry from the whole situation. He's just ignoring him and just yeah. gets ready to try to shoot him. So that's your move in minor. Yeah. Uh, you're also uh, behind one of those steel tables flipped over. Yep. So, what are you going to do? There are uh, four Xeon soldiers who are paying attention to you guys. 
and then the uh, the one dude who came over and was talking. How far away is the dude that's talking? Because he uh, the dude that's talking is at the foot of the gun tank and is opening up some sort of a control panel. Is it possible to try to aim at him? I'd be rough, but you could do it. In other words, Even if you're, rolling, you're rolling with disadvantage, but yeah. fine. Yeah, because he's a decent distance away. I'll switch. I'll switch. All right, go for it. Yeah. Roll two dice. Take the lower one. Both of these rolls are going to be bad. I just know it. I mean, probably. Oh my god! <laughs> a one and a seven. Well, uh, you fire. You fire the gun and see that the safety is not <laughs> has not been taken. The dude like was panicking. It was like, no, no, the gun stays on. <laughs> yeah. So you pull the trigger and you're like, stop. <laughs> Alright. It is another Xeon soldier's turn. He is going to shoot at 1, 2, 3, 4. He's going to shoot at Viper. Uh, does 16 hit you? I'm not wearing any armor, so yeah. Alright. Uh, take 6 damage. That's not so bad. Uh, next up is June. Alright. I'm going to go ahead and... Grab one of the weapons. Okay. You're going to have to search for it first. Alright. This takes it for <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. Four plus... Yeah, just a four. No. Okay. Uh, you see Terry has... I mean, you see Vulcan has just got a gun. <laughs> He's like, share. Sure. Do you... <laughs> so that's very funny. Like, just... <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> Just tossing it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Do that. That's very yeah. stupid. So you run and jump behind the table like, hey, can I borrow that real fast? And t- Vulcan's taking the safety. I was like, sure. Hands it up. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm fine with that. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and... Sharing one gun between you. <laughs> At that point, I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. Fuck it. The safety was on. Here, yeah. take it. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and roll to attack. Okay. Are you attacking? Um, one of the Xeons. Okay. In front of us. You're not gonna shoot at the one dude that. Well, steering. Okay. Alright. You don't need to roll with disadvantage. Okay. I have an extra attack. Okay. You can fire twice in one turn? Yeah. If you have fighter level five, you can fire twice in one turn. Uh, an 11 on the dice, and a five. Neither of those hit. Okay. Uh, it's now the soldier you just tried to shoot at's turn. He's going to shoot at you. Uh, that's 13 plus three. 13 plus three. 16. Yes. Uh, that is four damage. <laughs> Bang. It's now Terra's turn. Okay, so the guy that's getting into the gun tank, is he already at the gun tank? Yes, and there's like a rope coming down from the cockpit towards him right now. So there's no feasible way to be able to get over there to like... Uh, you, to... Could, you could bum rush him if you wanted to. Yeah, that's to. what I want to do. Fucking go for it. You're, you, well, your whole turn will be just running at him. Yeah. Do you have a weapon? No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
She's the weapon. Can you get close enough to me? Can I throw the revolver at him? It clunks her in the head. Molar shoot out. Again, this motherfucker. Sailor just aims the gun towards you. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I throw the knife at Sailor. She catches it. You're like, whoa, okay. She must be a new type. Right. Uh, coming right ground. Zeon uh, soldier's turn. Who is shooting at? Hold on. Was that a yes or a no? Just throw the right. Throw the handgun. Can, can I? Can I toss the handgun? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know the only person that doesn't have any type yeah. of new type is just. Because yeah, otherwise, because I'm already mildly close to him because I've already moved back. To I'll give you advantage right. since you're both new types, yeah. like coming up with this. Like as Terra runs past you, just the aim and just hit Terra. <laughs> um, who's rolling? Are you just rolling? You're rolling. You roll to hit Terra. Okay. Okay. <laughs> roll with advantage to hit Terra. You gotta hit me. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is a 12. 12 hits Terra's AC. Okay, good. Uh, the other one was a 1. So and just... then I'm gonna have you roll... What is it, like acrobatics, maybe? Just roll a, death, a dex save and Yeah, just roll a dex save. Just get above 10. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you, we haven't seen each other in three years, <laughs> and I'm just like, yo. <laughs> you new type flash, flip a gun, and Terra's like, just catches it. Like, all cool, plays the Bond theme as Terra like, catches it. Just like old times. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> I don't remember handing you a rifle in, in mobile suit before. <laughs> Alright, uh, so a Xeon soldier. If I had a grenade, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Xeon soldier is going to shoot at. Vulcan, he misses. It's a two. <laughs> uh, it's Viper's turn. All right, I am charging this dude because I'm a slasher villain now. Because I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm just running at this dude with the knife. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Oh, that's not good. That's the piece of two guys. So that's nice. Slasher villain misses. Okay. Right, so you run all the way out to him and take a swing. Uh, and he's... He a, hold on, so... It's not a platform that's gonna go up to the No, it's, it's the rope. cable thing from, uh... 08 MSD. Can I grab the, t- the cable? Um... He has just stepped on it. Uh, so it would count as, like, a grapple if you were to try and do that. Like, you would be trying to occupy the same space. Let's do that. I... get all personal in this guy's life. Well, you've already swung. You're right, I've already so. swung. So we'll have to wait. Uh, it's his turn, uh, and he is going to, uh, kick you. Is he, though? It's just unarmed strike, so just it's a d4 plus whatever his strength is to this. Uh, so 15. Yeah. Hits you. Yeah. And that does 8 damage. Damn. Fucking <laughs> kicks you in the head yeah. as he starts going up. <laughs> Get you real good in the shin. Get you real good in the head. <laughs> You got him real pissed off now. <laughs> uh, another Xeon soldier who is going to shoot at Terra. They don't like me. His gun jams. <laughs> and he's able to unjam it so it doesn't explode. 
This gun uh, wouldn't turn. explode when it jams anyway. You know what you have to do to get that to happen? Well, I didn't mean explode. I mean, like, it's broken. Like, two, oh. like it's like where he has to strip it and clean it. I was like, what are you talking about? I know. My brain's used to think about mobile suit weapons to where, like, two jam up. Like, those are two tank rounds. Like, it's not... It's ten plus your dex mod. Okay, so... If he had armor, it would be higher. Yep. We, we we're just wearing dress uniforms. Yeah, which mines is, are now scuffed and dirty. Yeah, yours are all scuffed and dirty. You're very ashamed. You're very upset. All your metals are probably covered in blood now. Right, where's well? Yeah. Wouldn't be the dude first run, time. Dude runs by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine huh? Viper so making noises like that too. Like. Yeah. I I hope it would be the first time. I don't think <laughs> you wear your medals during. <laughs> it's Viper. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Yeah. He, was liable, he was liable to stab that lady when she was talking about using nuclear weapons on cities. <laughs> Instead of Will Smith, he just walks up. <laughs> he's like, whoa, you know. <laughs> he just mouth. killed her. <laughs> Alright. So it's Vulcan's turn. So I no longer have a pistol. No, you can take the pistol back yeah, from Jared. We're just sharing it. <laughs> we're sharing. We're, we're, we're coming in with all the moves. How we're, far it's we very are inspirational like Omaha, for the, the generals. From Omaha? Yeah. Uh, you're like three feet away from Omaha, and Omaha is popping shots over the table with this handgun. Her and Slegger are both shooting. I was, I was going to try to grab hers, but uh, she's shooting. I'm not going to bother with that. Any other old man for... <laughs> <laughs> sure. Rob man. another old man. I mean, it's not it's not as bad as what I did. So yeah. <laughs> you probably thought I was there to kill him. Just knock him over to be gone. Listen, just you know, take it stop it. If they're if they're hiding or whatever. Yeah. Just makes sense. You gotta gotta do what you gotta do. Yep. Do it. Okay, that's actually that's actually nice. I got yeah. a nineteen. Alright. I got ten. Y'all keep going. I have already formulated the next thing that Viper will do. That is the most Viper thing we can think of. That's Hyper Viper. Yeah. It's Hyper Vulcan Cavalry. Alright. We'll go ahead and hold for a minute. Just wait. Alright. First copy. Oh, Vulcan was going. Vulcan just got a gun. Yep. You shooting. And uh, check and make sure the safety was off. Yep. <laughs> Fire it, and you find out it's not loaded. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the gun is a what? Uh, revolver. Yeah, I think it should be on the book. Pull it up. Gundam Five E. <laughs> revolver is not. It's not. What's just a handgun? Yeah, he's just using handgun. One D four plus deck. 1d4 plus I cannot believe that Hank Hill was in Gundam Orton. I got a 5. 5 to hit? No, uh, 19 to hit. Oh, 19, 5 damage, okay. Yeah. Um, you hit one of these Xeon soldiers, okay, and ahead. he is... 1d8. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's 1d8, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, roll again. No, 1d6 plus dex. Six. <laughs> okay. He Dex is. Plus four. He is wounded. He is bad. Oh, uh, there's the. Uh, it is another Xeon's turn who sees that you just shot his buddy. And is going to go ahead and take a shot at you. <laughs> Rolled under a mic stand. That misses. That's a five. Uh, it's now June's turn. Alright, I'm going to roll to. 
Yeah, so you play, why'd you pick up two? <laughs> I'm gonna roll to uh, shoot. Who? The same Xeon guy that I was trying is to it, shoot before. Okay. Is it the one that he just shot? Yeah. Nine plus. Dex plus proficiency. Four, so that's 13. That hits. Okay. Then 1d6. I was like, are you rolling to hit again? Second. He gets two attacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get two attacks. Yeah. That's a three. Yeah, no. So then D6 plus Dex. <laughs> Let's see. Eight. Okay, and was that the same dude that he was shooting? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's dead. Dude goes down. It is now another Xeon's turn who just saw that you and Vulcan are now actually killing people. <laughs> Uh, and that's 11 plus 3 to hit you. 11 plus 3, that's a 14, so yeah, that yep. hits. Okay, you take 6 damage. And it is now Terra's turn. Okay. I know I should shoot him. But I'm thinking, in character, she would try to tackle him and use the gun he's up the as a club. Uh, he is oh, he's, uh, he's about he's this rope. high up oh. off the ground. He's like four feet off the ground. Oh, okay. Well, I three, thought he was still. Half, I'm sorry. Feet. I thought he was still on the ground. Yeah, that's how he clocked me in the jaw. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I it's okay. So um, just gonna run over and shoot him. Yeah, just run over and shoot. Shoot up at him. Go for it. Yeah, Dex. Yeah, so. Is it Dex and something else? For what? Handgun. Attack plus proficiency. What's proficiency? Just three. Oh. So three, then two, then this? Yes. Okay. So that's 16. Yeah. 16 wouldn't hit. Because you made his armor class 18. I did make his armor class 18. I know why I did, because he doesn't want him to die. Yes. <laughs> Which means when I roll Because we almost killed Char. Yeah, you guys did shoot Char in the kidney. <laughs> and then I had to figure out a way to, like, in story, like, be like... Okay, does Char still have a bullet lodged in his kidney? <laughs> and then I attempted to kill him at the end as well. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and he knew type dodged. And, like, just looked at you like, oh. This is gonna come back. Uh, another Xeon soldier is gonna shoot at one, two, three, four. Shoots at Vulcan. No, he doesn't. That's a 13. I'm almost certain your armor class is over 13. Uh, 10 plus dex, your armor class is 14. Yes, 14. Okay, it's Viper's turn. Uh, what is the closest mobile suit to me besides this case? Well, you do see that there are all the Anaheim electronic suits right next to him. Right next to him? They're the stood up. Suits? They're stood up like this. Okay. Like they're stood up, fanned out below, like above the, uh, Picnic. Okay. Well, I need to hop into one of those. All right. So I'm gonna hop into one of those. You gonna go ahead and take the sniper? If it's the closest one. Right. <laughs> yep. Um. So you go over. You flip the little thing on the foot up. <coughs> press a couple buttons. Cable comes down to you. It is now uh, the dude who both of you guys were trying to hit's turn. The rope goes all the way up. He is able to jump into the cockpit of the Zamod gun tank, and the door closes behind him as the suit comes to life. Don't worry, he doesn't have the keys. 
<coughs> the suit comes to life. He doesn't have the keys. <laughs> Listen, there was something else some of us could have done to make this whole thing different. New type expression, guided strike. I have that. Um, I also have psychic tranquility. I could have tried that. If he, if he makes a wisdom check and if he fails, he just becomes unconscious for a minute. Guided strike. You get a plus ten bonus to the roll. All right. It is now you Vulcan's turn. You can only do turn. that like once. Ever. Whole story. No. Knock out a whole colony. Vulcan's turn. All you need is once. <laughs> All you need is once. I gotta struggle with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out works until we know. Terry, yeah. <laughs> do it. How many of the uh, people are like right in front of us that me and you are shooting at? Uh, there are three Zeon soldiers still up and shooting. Okay, how close am I from the uh, Zeon number two? Uh, Zeon number two, you're about uh, 15, 20 feet away. He's shooting at the other table that you guys aren't ducked behind. Okay, I'll pop a shot at him. Okay. Oh, okay, that's a 20. Okay. Uh, so, do, I thought he do, said, do, do, do. whoa, that 20, are you okay? I was like, <laughs> why wouldn't he be? <laughs> that's that's how it's last. Con, right? uh, death. 12 damage. The guy's dead. <laughs> just shoot him and it goes ear th- through one ear and out the other and he just goes down. You watch Kenny get shot in the session and then turn before was like, what? And catches one the side of the head. <laughs> He's just sitting there shooting at civilian, not civilians, but like officers. He's like, ah! <laughs> now, I just need um my boy to power slide out there and grab the rifle. <laughs> like it's an 80s action. Well, it is June's turn. All right. Don't don't do that. Like, no, I, I mean, mean you use... could go get that gun. Yeah, There's that's only what you say. My cyberpunk character should dropkick a helicopter, and he almost died. So no. <laughs> Listen. All right. It would, would it have been baller? Yes. Would what? this be baller for him to jump out there, grab that submachine gun, and go to town? No. One of the what I'm going to do is I'm going to use second wind. So I'm going to use my bonus action. It heals you. Yes, I am at <coughs> six. Oh. Why are you getting shot at? Wait, aren't we behind cover? Yes. He still got shot. Yeah. It was high enough. Was it though? Because if it's three quarters cover, he gets plus five to his AC. I didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Alright. Uh, I'm going to send you the three, four, yeah. seven. Well, I don't know five E that well yet. We used them live when we last played. Ten. Yeah, I was a player. So I wasn't I'm DM. going to heal myself, and when I told you that about gets them me when back you up to 16. Do you think I'm going to memorize it? Okay, direct 16? Yep. Okay, what are you going to do now? I am... I'm going to grab the guy's rifle that just... Grab that, that was just killed. So you're going to run out and grab it? Yeah. Alright. Uh, so you're out from behind cover, but there are two other Zeon soldiers who have noticed you now. Okay. As you pick up a Xeon recoilless submachine gun. It's not in there, it's just it's just a submachine gun, so it's one D four plus three, but it can do the spray thingy. Because they are uh it's it's just I don't know where I got one D four from, because I'm thinking if handgun's one D eight. Handgun 1d6. Oh, 1d6, but yeah, still. 
Yeah, it's fucking Isn't that a nice 1d4? Is submachine gun on there? Yeah, submachine gun. Uh, 1d4 plus dex. Yeah, yeah 1d4 <coughs> plus dex, which is what I put. Alright. Okay. So I'm going to take a shot at one of the guys after I pick it up. Okay. That uh, was a two. So no. Okay. You shoot a couple times and it's, it's different. You're not used to handling it. Uh, another Xeon sees you holding that gun, takes a shoot at you. Takes a shoot at you. Fifteen? Yeah. Six. It is now Tara's turn. I want to get in the Gundam. Tara goes over <laughs> and turns the Gundam on and gets it up and going. Uh, as you uh, grab the cable, you see that other Xeon soldiers have ran over uh, towards the other Zamod suits and are doing likewise, getting them turned on and are starting to go up. Hey! Hey! Stop! <laughs> Tara's like on the hey! ground, like shooting. <laughs> So you scream that, and you're like, you're like sort of you you catch their attention. So you guys now all look over and see that uh, some other Xeon soldiers, while you've been having this firefight, are currently stealing the Zamad Gundam gun cannon, one of the Zamad gun cannons, and then the Zamad gun sniper. The thing left to do is uh, is that all of the Xeon people are shooting at us dead. Or is there just one left? Uh, there's That's two left. Ass, it was like it was 19 of them. I was like, That's a fuck ton of guys. <laughs> Listen, I imagine that the other party guests were... Yep. Yep, the other party guests were <coughs> taking work of them. That's why I was only having you guys fight a few of them, so four of them. Because uh, Slegger's over there with a, a <laughs> Colt single-action navy just... Boom. <laughs> I'm assuming someone has the, the, like, the pump-action rifle... From fucking uh, the origin, not pump action, but uh, you know what I mean. Lever action. Yeah, the lever action rifle from Gundam the Origin for some reason. Yeah, Sailor. Yeah. <laughs> shooting people, Omaha mm-hmm. shooting people, while being extremely pregnant. I put that in and now I'm just like, why do I have to specify extremely? Like, is she like nine months along? You put that in there and I'm not upset. It's like I'm upset with, the kid, with one of the characters from. Um, the Last of Us Part Two, which is a pregnant woman who's like, "We're gonna go on this revenge quest," and I'm like, "None of y'all thought to tell her to stay the fuck home. She's fucking pregnant. Like, just, why don't you sit like, down for a minute?" Yeah, like, I, I was, I was, I was about to try to take her gun, but I saw her shooting. She's like <laughs> has her arm around her something. Just, <laughs> you just and like that's the only reason I've always been dead. And he, and he fell in love with her, which is a problem. <laughs> he fell in love with Omaha and was like, "Damn." <laughs> Three years too late. Uh, <laughs> She's popping off shots in between contractions. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, That's fucked. <laughs> yep. So it is now uh, another Xeon soldier's turn who's going to shoot at Vulcan. Uh, that is 19 plus 3. <laughs> Even behind cover, I think you're getting hit. Yeah. Because I think plus the five, because apparently three quarters covered gives you plus five. Be. Yeah, it means. Uh, so six. Uh, it is now Viper's turn, and you have gotten the rope to come down. You are riding it up. You're about to enter the cockpit to the gun sniper. Is that the whole turn? Well, I mean, you could take a shot at one of the other dudes if you wanted. With my life. 
Alright, you just got it. Get that phone knife, that's a strong weapon. Where are the wires with this advantage? Uh, steel. Okay, so I'm not I'm not throwing a knife and cutting a wire off. No. So, I will, if you will allow me, I would like to throw the knife at one of the guys. <laughs> and the uh, there is a blonde guy, there is a brunette guy, and there is a guy wearing a helmet. I will go with a brunette guy. Okay. New type expression, guy he's striking. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need that. <laughs> I love the idea of he's like riding this rope up and a knife just like. <laughs> I got a 15, so that's, that's a hit. A 15 will hit. I will blow some possible damage. Since throwing makes it a dex when you throw melee weapons, so like four is the damage. <laughs> it sticks in his arm and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> It's all right to see the, to see the meanest man he's ever seen mean mugging. <laughs> he just sees you and you're like, fuck you! <laughs> hey, what's your name? Fuck you! <laughs> Hi. It is now uh, the black-haired man who had the little speech and the gun tank uh, hovers up and it heads back towards the uh, Albion and flies up into the Albion's uh, cargo hold and flies back out with the shield and a bazooka. And it's begins really to dumb leave. for them to have actually loaded that during the demonstration. <laughs> These people are so dumb. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we shouldn't have loaded the gun. It's some reckless ass motherfuckers. It is Vulcan's idea. It's gonna be really bad when Vulcan just shoots the part that holds the fucking new kid in. You're like, mission ad- mission accomplished. He says mission accomplished as he's engulfed by a fireball. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> I'll, I'll die later from cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Vulcan's turn. Um, how many turns would it take me to uh, full sprint to the gun tank? Uh, one full turn to front sprint over there, and then a turn to get the cable down and ride it up. That's what I'm gonna do. Just warn, uh, just warn June that uh, I'm headed to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Vulcan makes a beeline towards the uh, gun tank. It's June's turn. I see him running, and I I start headed towards the gun cannon. All right. Do you hand off the the submachine gun to anybody? Yeah. All right. Who? The pregnant one. Give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you need this more than I do. same fucking opinion. <laughs> Give it to the lady in labor. Yeah. <laughs> they do have a nuke gun. Huh? They have a nuke? Uh, they have at least one. Yep. Which means I'm gonna... I'm gonna destroy... Yeah, why would they just have life? Yeah, because they're assholes. That's why. Well, again, there's going to be more to this. Operation Stardust is much more of an actual military plot in this story than it was in the show. You mean, you mean stealing a nuke and destroying uh, 80% of their Navy while hijacking a colony with the intent of blowing up the world wasn't a military strategy? It oh, was. Good one. <laughs> it, it was, but it was formulated by, like, what, 10 people and two ships? I mean, it worked. Until it didn't. Exactly. It got real close. Yep, this it got is, way too close. This is, this is a much, much more elaborate plan. But it is a plan. Hmm. Alright. 
there is one more Zeon soldier who's going to see uh, June and Vulcan running away. Uh, so he'll go ahead and take a shot at one, two, three, four. Vulcan. And he rolls a three. So, no, he doesn't shoot you. He takes a shot at you, but then uh, Omaha, sh- like, lights his ass up. <laughs> uh, it's Tara's turn. Uh, you Sweet are... impressed. I'm in the Gundam. You are in the Gundam. The lights turn on. Well, and... I definitely didn't marry her because she because I was stronger than her. <laughs> like, uh, no, your old password to that. turn the system on still works. Same with Vipers. When you, like, get in, the little <laughs> keypad thing to, like... Password in rather than just like a like a physical hard key yeah. works. Same password. I don't see why mine's wood, but I'm still like, yeah. active doing shit. Yep. Terra types it in, Gundam turns on. Hello, Terra. Welcome inside me. Kept <laughs> <laughs> my same weird perverted horror. <laughs> Press my buttons, please. Please. Oh my god. Pull on the joystick. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to do this. <laughs> To the gun tank, mm-hmm. uh, and you are following it. It's heading towards the uh, towards the crater. Oh, armed? Huh? Like, do I have weapons already equipped? Uh, you have your Vulcan, your beam saber, and the Gatling guns in your arm. Good enough for me. Oh. <laughs> Wait. So even the uh... I just have beam sabers and a fucking Vulcan. <laughs> All right. It is now. Um, well, the last Zeon soldier gets shot up, and when it comes around to Viper's turn, the other mobile suits have all turned on. So, all the Zamad suits have turned on and are starting to move. Alright. It's time to go hands on. Uh, instead. How close is the guy in the the Zamad cannon? The Zamad cannon? He's three mobile suits away from you. Give me a meter or something. Um, I don't know, 20? 25? I have to check, so I didn't write down. And for the AC, for the Gundams, it's evasion plus Everyone or just targets? All targets within the area. So that's including teammates? Um, I would believe so, yes. Okay. Well, and this know. makes you go unconscious if you fuck it up? Yes. Okay. Everybody has to make wisdom saving throw. What, what's the hit? Uh, 14. So. Or um, I could aim it at just the gun cannon guy and put it behind him so it wouldn't hit any of us, but he'd still be at the zone. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do that. That way, this okay. can still be in existence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's 15. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. 
That's what I rolled. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I rolled a 12, he has plus 3, that's 15. I'm not bad, dude. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> okay. We're good, we're good. Okay, okay. Uh, that's our full action. I am going to, I guess, move up to the Zamad Sniper. Okay. Because that boy's got to go down. It is now uh, the Zamad Gun Tank's turn. It is moving at... Um, it's doing like a full flat-out run, so it's moving double speed. Uh, and it's running towards the Crater Lake. Uh, you do, and that would allow you to move at double speed like he is. You have the best boosters, the greatest boosters in the world. Actually, I think the <laughs> gun cannon would. No, you have the best boosters, the greatest boosters. Okay. It is now Vulcan's turn. So I'm in the uh, gun, tank. gun tank now? Yes, you're in the gun tank. It is turning on. It responds to your same password that it was before. Uh, you are equipped with one beam saber, <coughs> both shoulder cannons, and Balkans. Well, shoulder cannons. Probably for the best one. Holds up, shoots the shoulder cannons into the tent. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the bad guys and all of the upper staff. Like, <laughs> nothing of value is lost. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts of Slegger in Omaha just fucking Flip new all. type ghost you. Follow your own ghost and apple. I thought I wanted you. That particular joke came out like eight years ago. <laughs> oh, it had to be. It had to be longer than that because yeah. I watched that when I was in high school. I think that's twelve years ago. 10 or 12. Uh, now I think you're right. You might be right. I started watching Tobuska's videos again and realized that a lot of them are 11 plus years old. And I'm like, man. Remember when this first came out? Hi. Remember the, remember the Assassin's Creed so you, Brotherhood trailer? What are you doing, Vulcan? Let me go for one of these mod, uh, gun cannons. Okay. There's only one that's being activated. So I'm assuming it's the same one that he tried to target. Yeah. All right. The one with the nuke. That way, yeah. that way, if you go a little overboard, you can all die. <laughs> Listen, but he has the nuke, so I lied. I had a four. All right. In the back. What'd you fire? Uh, shoulder. <laughs> Just goes wide. Listen, it's a new system. <laughs> I haven't gotten it to it yet. The first episode of Dragon Ball Z Abridged came out nine years ago. I just know that's right. They may have reposted it, <coughs> yeah, but was like, that's what it says. Because I watched that in high school. Only... Yeah, because it says uh, episode 28 came out 10 years ago. So probably... Yeah, it was when that. they got taken off. Yeah. Yep. Alright, next up is the uh, gun sniper. It's turn is... Yes. Yeah, the, the Zamad gun sniper. Uh, it is going to make a beeline for the Albion. Cool! I move right in front of him. Yep, so you get an attack of opportunity when he tries to move. Look at these mobile suit stacks. Because these are jacked. My strike doesn't go. Oh, yeah, plus two. That is an 11. That's not a bad one. It's just not a good one. down, because I actually have their armor class and everything written down. I just didn't write it down. 
like I have their like all the parts to it. So like their evasion and their their decks, but not the actual parts. Alright. Still got a battery then. Yeah. Oh. We're like 90%. Yeah, his voice got higher. Alright. So I'm in the gun cannon now, right? Yes. Alright. The Anaheim Electronics gun cannon. The one with the big booster pad. Alright. I am going to move up in range. And I'm going to try and shoot the other gun cannon. Uh, Everyone's dogpiling the gun cannon. The one with the nuke? Yeah. The gun tank has a nuke. Then why'd you I'm, tell us of the gun cannon? Dude? I didn't. I must have misspoke. Yeah, because we all want to stop the one with the <laughs> bad, bad dude is in the gun tank. Okay. Yeah. And he's the one flinging. We've all been shooting the gun, the gun tank. tank exactly. I am sorry. He's the, the one that's flinging towards the crater. Yeah. That's I the misspoke. one everyone's all trying right. to go at. I'm going to take a shot at him. The gun tank? Yeah. Uh, he is way too far away. Alright, then the gun cannon. Okay. Because he's been running full out two turns in a row. I do apologize, I misspoke. I thought that was clear. That was an 8 on the dice. That does not hit. No. Okay. It is now the Gundam's turn. There's a mod Gundam who is also going to beeline towards the Albion. Uh, and since no one was engaged with it, it's able to just kind of fly on back there. Tara's turn. Okay, how you... close to the gun tank? Because I'm chasing after it. Uh, you're within like 60, like... 70 meters. You could pop a shot off at him if you wanted. Okay. Yeah, if I use my wrist gatling guns, it won't like slow me down or anything. No. Nah. Okay. Then I will use my wrist gatling guns. So I'll try this dice. Right, so you fire a couple shots, they go wide. And it is the gun cannon that everyone's been dogpiling's turn. Uh, <laughs> he is going to uh, fly towards the Albion's hangar. It is now back to Viper's turn. Alright, well, I need a gun. So I'm going to go to the Albion's hangar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... So as you fly, as you're flying there, you see the other three suits have started to step out of the hangar, also carrying those large bazookas. Can I attempt an action? Uh, you can. I wish to disarm one of them. Like you're going to try and grab it from them? Yes. Okay. Athletics checks. And a Using mobile suit. The mobile suit strength. So just yeah. mobile suit strength checks. Okay, you try and grab it, and it's the Zamad Gundam, and it just kind of boots you with its big ass foot. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it just opens its mouth, <laughs> and you're like, you had a What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what's happening, man. You should look like a Warframe. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also able to see that inside the Albion's hangar, uh, there are soldiers helping hand stuff off to them. Oh, okay. Alright, it is now the other gun tank's turn. So Zamad gun tank uh, fires off a flare into the air. Uh, Tara sees this very clearly. It's a bright green flare just way up into the sky. Uh, and then I'm going to have you roll a perception check. To come. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> they do for you? Oh, oh no. Mulligan. Alright. That was bizarre. One would say it was JoJo's bizarre. That's a two. No, it's 12. No, Alright. I was like, a two? One of the two. Whatever. It's perception. Yeah, so 13. Alright. Uh, you're able to see that some sort of a ship is landing. A ship is coming down through the sky towards the, the actual crater lake. Well, shit. Uh, next up is Vulcan's turn. Well, I'm probably going to try to continue going for the, um, gun ca- the Zamod cannon, because I don't think I'm going to be able to make, shoot a shot at the, um, ship that's coming down. Well, you're a decent way from them, but every one of the Zamod suits have ran to the Albion to pull out one of those nuclear bazookas. Albion it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, you race there as they're starting to leave... Uh, and you see that every one of them is carrying one of those nuclear bazookas. Uh, and the Gundam and... The Gundam's hovering where the rest of them are just running. Now we gotta wonder why not only did they have the live rounds, but also well, I know, backups. I know why I'm gonna be rectifying that. With a live round. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you're able to get fairly close but not able to get within like decent firing range but you could take a shot at one of them if you wanted but to be at disadvantage yeah I'll go for it okay are you fire linking yes okay. hey Terry guided strike yes guided <laughs> strike you have guided strike yeah it's a second level um, new type oh, okay play if you chose combat new type that's your new type expression I think we all three did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need guy to strike. Never nope, mind. no. You got a 20? Yes. Are you, are you rolling with disadvantage? Yes, I am rolling with disadvantage. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, either it's a natural 20 or a 26. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Both will hit. Which one are you hitting? Gun cannon, Gundam, or gun sniper? Gun sniper. Okay. And that is... Four D twelve. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, it's on a mobile suit with hundred and twenty some odd health. <laughs> I know. And then that's doubled. Yeah, because you're fire linking. And then it's doubled again. Nope, he didn't crit. The disadvantage. Uh, yeah, disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, no, we've we've done the sex tuple damage. Forty six. We've done the sex temple damage before. It's <laughs> it's unkind. It, yes. it, it severely ruined Char's plume. <laughs> <laughs> because I had that disadvantage, I guess it you know reduced the bonus of the uh, reduced the bonus for the natural twenty. Yeah. All right. Next up is that gun sniper's turn. Who is not going to pay attention to the shot is going to keep running at full speed towards the crater lake. Next up is June. Alright, I am going to book it over there to them. Okay. 
Are you going to use the Starfighter system? Yeah. You can catch up to them in two turns if you do that. You can catch any of them in two turns if you do that. Go flying after the guy farthest away. Yeah, I'm going to go, like, <laughs> go after the guy farthest away. All right, so the gun tank? Yeah. All right. Uh, first turn, you turn on the Starfighter system. Uh, the whole gun tank, like the shoulder <laughs> rockets, like levitate it like 30 meters into the air. And then you just like rock it off. I did the math on how fast they're moving. If in eight seconds they can run 50 meters, that's about three miles an hour. So not that much. Yeah. They book it, so that's double speed. Well, six miles. Yeah, still not a lot. Uh, this gets him close to 130 miles an hour. <laughs> pedal to the Does pedal. he pass out? No. I mean, 130 miles an hour isn't that much G-force. It's just fast. You're going to do the same thing yeah. in a car. From a dead stop, it'd probably make <laughs> you be like... Ugh. <laughs> You wouldn't feel good for a hot minute. Yeah, and in, and in space, you you would be able to keep just rising in speed because of no friction. <laughs> well, too old. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't get to, like, light... Well, you, you would get to light speed, but it would take a very, 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 very long time. And you would die. Yeah. <laughs> of old age. But you'd run out of fuel first. Well, yeah. He's gone plaid. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's the uh, Gundam's... The uh, Zamad Gundam's turn keeps running... Terrorist turn. Okay, am I gaining any ground on this guy? I You're, want to get within beam saber range. Uh, <laughs> if you do like Jump a on him. <laughs> if you do a full boost, you can get close enough to, to do a beam strike next turn. Oh wait, hold on. I have boost dash. Oh, you do? Yeah, you can dash and then still attack with both. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and dash, you can uh, go ahead and swing a beam saber at the boy. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. <laughs> I have not written down new type feats or anything for any of these four. Well, I really should have. I didn't know there were numbers. There's anything else. I don't know if they are canonically. You are They're just they're just black dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There hasn't been a whole lot of black characters in the show besides us. So like, you need to. I probably <laughs> should. I mean, I've added a couple like uh, big name black actors for like Zeta, but. I haven't gotten, uh... Yeah, you're right. At you haven't gotten the script past the... the, the <coughs> well... <laughs> the producer hasn't greenlit the script yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I had, uh... What's his name? I cannot remember now. The dude who played Morpheus. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. He plays, uh, the head of AU. And then the, uh, the dude who is the captain Last of... thing I need is for him to be the only career to free his mind. <laughs> what's, what's, uh... Free your mind. But um, what's the the ship they rode on in Zeta? The Ar Argama? Yeah, the Argama. The Argama's the captain Argama is uh, is fucking Steve, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I don't, I don't, need, when you, when you I don't picture... need you to have a hollowed out voice while you're over here talking. <laughs> he talks like this the whole time. Okay, so I pulled it up for boost dash. Yep. Um, when you use your action to dash, you can use a bonus action to make one melee weapon attack or to shove the target. Alright. Okay. You can shove or swing. I'm gonna swing. Alright. I'm coming in swinging. Hollywood swing. Luck. <laughs> you grab luck again? Yeah. Like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to use a different dice? Lesson. Do you want to use a different dice? Or? That's a 12. Two. Plus your mobile suit strength of 5, five plus. So. That's uh, 17. For the gun tank? Yeah. That actually hits. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, you would have to roll again for the second time. I didn't know if I could chain them. That'd be cool, but... Wait, what? So that's a 15. You don't get a second attempt when you're using that. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah that's, right. that's right. If it was like a full round, you could, but... Yeah. I'd skip my mind, too. I'm sorry. Jeffrey Bezos. Yes. Have you seen the new ones? Watch the new ones. <coughs> I'm sticking with Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. Thanks, dude. I mean, this doesn't have enough caffeine to like wake you up or so, but it's that's a decent start. Wake me up. Oh, it really tastes like coffee. Um. You fucking, he caught him pretty hard in the shoulder, and he kind of, like, stumbles a, dog, a little. Pluto's still a pet. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's slowing, not stopping. Uh, he turns to the looks at you uh, as this is all happening. Um, as, as you swing and hit him, the spaceship kind of lands into the water and kicks up a whole bunch of mist around you. So the people running towards you can just see... Uh, one glowing green beam saber just hanging in the mist. Uh, second gun cannon's turn. Um, the uh, gun cannon, not second gun cannon, but the Zamod gun cannon. The other two were not <coughs> taken. Uh, Zamod gun cannon uh, approaches the scene of Terra taking a swing at gun tank. Um, and sort of just angles his guns down, does not fire, uh, and is trying to call out on the radio, but is unable to because of Manoski interference. Viper's turn. Okay. Uh, so I want to reiterate what you said. You said there seems to be people inside the Albion mm -hmm. who are loading the weapons. Yep. I'm going to shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> that... That I is, am going to use tracks. the rapid fire feature on the Vulcan cannons. Mm -hmm. So they all need to make checks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to split them into groups of four. I would. And let's say maybe there's... How, how many would be in a, a construction crew? So let's say there's five in each of these groups. What do I have to, to best? Okay. I'm sticking with 15 dexterity saving throw. Alright, so these are untrained guys. They maybe have had a year or two experience military. So you get plus one. Yeah. So let's go ahead and roll four. So that's a two. They're dead. Uh, that's 15 plus one. They're fine. 14 plus one. They're fine. Two plus one. They're <coughs> dead. Yeah. You killed half of them. Alright, so here's the, uh, here's the thing. That is used in place of an attack. So if I use the battle sensitive feat from the new type expression for combat new type, I can make another attack. So I'm gonna do it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do that three times though, so that's awesome. 
you three times per roll for a day. So um, so that's eleven. That's fifteen. Okay. So there's five of them. them. <laughs> yeah, there's five of them still left. <laughs> and then we have the scene from Star Wars Episode Three as the mobile suit stares at a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. The beam saber light kicks up. Well. Whoever, whoever else is not with them in the in the in the Albion, it's like. <laughs> yeah, because it really looks like he flew into a hangar and just like and just started killing people. Yeah. Okay, it is the the Zamad gun tank's turn. The Zamad gun tank is going to take its hand and slam it onto Terra's Gundam's shoulder. And that way he can communicate directly because there's so much Manovsky interference from the Manovsky craft landing. Do you have any idea what you're interfering with right now? Don't. Don't, no, don't care. (laughs) Don't, no, don't care. That is a very Terra move. Very much. Can I do that? I don't know what an unarmed strike on a mobile suit would be. I mean, you can just swing the beam saber again. Okay. But that would be on your turn. On my turn, yeah. So my turn, yeah. He's screaming at you. Um, Who the hell are you? He's like, do you really not recognize who I am? Roll history check. On our track on a mobile suit is 3d8 bludgeoning. Oh, holy oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, because you can do it to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little you, you rolled low, so you, you have no idea. No you don't remember. Don't know, don't I don't care. What, what was the line from, from Endgame? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> you know what you did to me? I don't even know who you are, man. Alright. Nah, man, no idea. You should really see what Viper's doing back there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm Anavel Gato. I am the Nightmare of Solomon. You recognize that because you're like, oh. <laughs> that guy. Uh, at that point, he pulls out another beam saber and takes a swing at you. Uh, and that is 18 total. Does that hit your uh, evasion? Uh, yes, it does. Have you added the shield? Oh, you don't have the shield on. I don't have the shield uh, on. What is that, 48? Or being Samar? Yeah, 4d8. Yep. Eighteen plus strength and strength on the Gundam. What was the strength on the gun tank? I didn't write it down. Uh, the strength on the gun tank was... 12. Okay, so plus one, plus two? Yeah, plus one. Yeah. Alright, so that's... Um, 19 damage. That sucks. That's an awful swing of the team to save her. Right? Take 19. 19. Shit is ass. Alright. It is now Vulcan's turn. Oh, I just was writing the temporary up here. Oh. That way you always remember it's 115. I think I was beating down on the uh, gun cannon. Alright. And you just see uh, Viper just machine gun the inside of the Alvi. <laughs> no explanation, because I forgot to tell you guys why. <laughs> Look back No, at we it. just see you being you. <coughs> but it's been a few years. Yeah. 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 
Uh, ah, memories. Alright. So, you're fighting the gun cannon? Go for it. Yeah. No, you took a shot at the gun snipers, what you did. Because they were all running away. And you popped a shot from, like, the full distance of the gun sniper. Okay. So then, uh... You could run after him and do the same thing again. Yeah. Because, you know... Gun sniper, gun sniper is not a good thing for them to have. Yeah. You're going to shoot the gun sniper again? Yeah. Oh, the one that says it can, it can target and track people two kilometers? Yeah, that's not a good idea. 17. 17 on the dice plus... Okay, 17 on the dice. Yeah. His, his uh, evasion's 18, so you went home. He really doesn't want any of these people to die. Was <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Gato a new type? I don't remember. No. Okay. There was there was never any indication that he was. He was just a really good dude. Yep. Yeah. I was Let's curious see. about it because the last mobile suit he uses has the uh, wired weapon. Yeah, no, that's I why I wondered. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's one of those things I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I, there's a couple characters in this I don't know what I'm doing with yet. But they're here. Here they are. But... Listen, even if they take the suits, that one's gonna hate me. Yeah. So, it works. You gonna shoot Gun Cyber again? Yep. What'd you hit? Oh, right, you rolled a uh, 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah. Like, he's already rolling the damage dice. I mean, like, I'm, I'm losing my mind, man. Why am I just keep getting more? Why'd you roll two fucking fours? That's what I wanna I don't know. know. But when I roll D12s, I get three 11s in a row. <laughs> 14, 28 damage because fire loop. 28? Yeah. Living with Jeffy. Alright. It is the uh, gun sniper's turn now, and he has also pulled up to the scene of the two of the Gundam and the gun tank fighting with swords. The gun cannon aiming its weapons in but not doing anything. The gun sniper is going to launch itself through the air and land on top of that launch craft. And try and like start like, like trying to get him to open the the rear hatch. Please open up. <laughs> All right, June's turn. All right, have I caught up yet? Yes. This turn you're catching up. Just be like, ah! <laughs> just fly by, fly next to the fucking gun sniper and just grab him as you keep going. <laughs> just take him off the ship. <laughs> um. I'm gonna go ahead and try and shoot him with my cannon. Which one? The shoot the ship. The what? The gun tank? The gun yeah, cam? the gun tank. Okay. Thirteen on the dice. What's your bless? I mean, your decks, your mobile suit decks. Plus six. Oh, yeah, you got them. Alright. So that is four D10s. And this is for the cannons. Are you fire linking? Yep. Okay. I need one more D10. That's 50. Damn. So, that rocks his ass. 
Okay. And now it is the Gundam, the Zamad Gundam's turn. Uh, the Zamad Gundam is going to reach up with everybody last. And the Zamad Gundam, let me go down here. <coughs> he uh, points the bazooka at the back of the gun cannon's head. And because the metal is touching you, he can communicate over wire. Hey now. I think it's right about time you all turned around and headed on home. You don't want any part of this tonight. So I think you better go ahead and disactivate your suit. And Dis wait it. Well, deactivate. You better deactivate your suit. And go ahead and wait us out. And you just got the bazooka pointed at the back of his head. Um... If you want, you can check your thermals to see if they're actually armed. Okay. What uh, check would that be? It would just be a, a standard like perception check. Alright. Let me go ahead and check. 12 plus 3, so that's a 15. You can see that there is a very large heat source from where the uh, weapon would be. So they are all armed. Alright, you know what that means? Shoot one of those pieces. <laughs> let's, let's, let's end the podcast with a bang. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> it is now Tara's turn. Pulling out both beam sabers. Eighteen hit. I have no idea why that song is stuck in my head. You're welcome. Jeffrey Pesos. <laughs> It's what there's 24. the one line I'm sorry, what was it? Twenty four. <laughs> Dang. There's the one line in there is like I could give you eighty five billion reasons why. Or hundred and eighty billion reasons why or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it is now the other gun cannon's turn and he is going to uh, lift the uh, bazooka and aim it towards the rest of you as well. The mist is starting to clear, uh, so you can sort of see that there are at least two of them aiming uh, nuclear weapons in at everybody else. Uh, it is now Viper's turn. Um, do I know that? Uh, you have... I don't know. I don't know if they've new-typed anything to you. Oh, since um, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Well, you're not close enough yet. Because you're firing rockets into it. It would have to be a Terra thing. Yep, and I don't know if Terra's noticed that there's fucking nukes aimed at her. Oh, right, because June is the only one who, uh... Yep, who actually has My been spoken to. My other question is, if I grab the beam sniper rifle, could I hit them from here? Yes. Okay. So, since I haven't been informed, I'm going to misinterpret the situation as, Oh, they got my boy, and I'm going to pick up the beam sniper rifle and try to shoot at He fucking picks up the, the new boarding axe and just... And like the like yeah. the monitor thing comes down over his eyes. 
This is one of those. Oh, he's he's right behind them, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're adjacent on like a grid. Yep. Okay, cool. So I get to roll with them then. And then I'm going to use guided strike. I'm going to hit this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 God damn. So guided strike puts me up to 15 plus 6. That's over 20. That hits. All right, so I get to roll beam sniper rifle plus my sneak attack damage, which is an extra 3d6. So I get that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get all of this. And then I get my dex of plus 6. They're only OP when you mix them with something else, like infiltrator or fighter, because then you get three attacks a turn. Yeah. I'm about to use calculator for this because some of these are big numbers. Yeah. Some some of these are ass though. I looked up where I see two (laughs) twelves. Because I can use battle senses like twice. Three times. That is 40. Nope. Plus six. That is 50 points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) The guy's like, you don't want any of this. (laughs) Yeah, you got he gets clipped in the side real hard and kind of like like shrugs, and then he points the bazooka back towards you. Uh it is now Vulcan's turn. On Vulcan's turn, uh, I do want to point out that you hear <coughs> over like your speakers that you hear a biplane taking off. Sailor's going to get in a biplane in armor already. She's going to take out a mobile suit with a biplane. Jumps out with a parachute, rams into Hi, it is Vulcan's turn. Which will always be the most metal thing I've ever seen. He just crashed a plane to another plane and then jumped. He used a plane to kill a mobile suit. Yeah. Like, look, man, like, Char, you ain't got shit. (laughs) I still still love that, like, the way they look at each other when he sees him when he catches the parachute. Like, it's definitely like a romance scene. Like, they have, like, the white, shiny light behind. (laughs) Which is funny because he wants to kill him when he (laughs) sees him. I, they want something from each other. <laughs> yeah. And okay. then you see in Shara's counterattack, he about caps him. Yeah. Like, it is Vulcan's turn. I want to, you know, new type over to Terra, let him know that, uh, oh, hey, this seems like a bike plane. <laughs> Take it off. Yep. Just Do we have to roll up. or anything for him? No. Or he actually okay. Yeah. You Wait. can just psychic communicate across long distances. Yep. Wait, you said a biplane's taking off? Sounds like it. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> um, are you going to do anything action-wise? Um, I don't think we really can, because everybody's... The gun can is, has, uh... Has June still... Hold on, let me try okay, that again. I'm, I'm making, I'm, making um, I'm trying to keep the website pulled up. Yeah. But it's under the same tab as all my real estate stuff, so I have 26 tabs <coughs> And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I need to. I'm gonna make a new tab selection and I'm gonna slide it over there. Alright, what are you doing? Okay. The Zamad gun cannon still has uh, him at gunpoint, yeah. right? But it's him, and now he's aiming the bazooka back towards gun cyber. It's close enough he could lean it in if he wanted to. If the beam's not ever a reload. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
don't care. Point it at me. <laughs> See what happens. I'll shoot it out of the air. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess theoretically you don't know which of the warheads he has. Exactly. Yeah. It could be the one I could. It could be the two I could. Serve. It could be the pipsqueak, and it would just knock out all electrical equipment on this hemisphere. <laughs> and you guys just go over there and just fucking beat each other to death with clubs. <laughs> I'll just grab an extra sheet. Of no, the mole zoo would be down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, then all you'd have to, I'd all have to do is go to one of the mobile suits that weren't taken and use yeah. that. Because when I ran a study on EMPs, if the, yeah. on, on cars, if yeah. the car was turned off after the, before the EMP, you could just turn it on. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'll just go jump yeah. in the other one. Hi. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think. I can't do anything with, like, battle sensitive. Because I don't want to take the chance of, oh, hey, just putting a cap in his. Yeah. And just killing him. Well, it wouldn't just kill him, it'd kill everyone. Well, <laughs> I might be okay, I'd sure be dying <laughs> 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 I don't know, I just kind of want to hold it. Okay. Uh, it is Gun Sniper. Um, the Gun Sniper, Zamad Gun Sniper's turn. Uh, the back of that ship opens up, and he climbs in it. Shoot the ship. Yeah. Uh, it is now <coughs> June's turn. I'm gonna ask the Gundam that's pointing the bazooka out in my head. Um, why are you guys doing this? Again, you're in way over your head. There's a lot of levels to this that I don't have time or patience to explain to you. Man, he hit you with this as a bugger. <laughs> now again, turn the suit off and walk away. This is a lot calm. It's about a third of the mobile suit's health in one shot. <laughs> it is now that Gundam's turn, and he is sort of motioning back with the rifle. The bazooka still aimed at everyone. Uh, and now Tara can sort of see what's going on behind her. The other question is. Um, if you're going to try to tell me something, are you going to face it? He's like come into your view as oh, he's. Okay. And again, the, you saw the gun sniper jump on top of the ship and jump into it. Okay. Alright. It is Tara's turn. Okay. Guess I'll just keep swiping on it. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Hammer Strike. We are, we are determined to ruin this one. Okay. So that's a 15. Can I attempt it again with the second throw or with the second swing? Uh, can you use hammer strike twice? I think it goes by how many times you can use uh, <coughs> That's the sentinel smite thing. Right? Yeah. I thought it said once per turn, but give it a little bit. That's what I'm doing. I'm not seeing anything. Like, does it work with like battle sensitive where you can use it if you have X amount of points? Yeah, that's. It's a little. It's slightly different. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm a little confused. Is it. Hold on. Um, oh, hammer strike slots. Here it is. Okay, so I'm fourth level. So you can do it three times. Yeah, so I can attempt it again. Okay. Oh, luck. Okay. <laughs> I've banned people. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Okay. 
S-O-A-K-E-R. Why? Because I asked Nora how she was doing, and she says, I, she says, I am okay, I am a super cleaner. When she gets nervous, she cleans. So I go, wow, super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird sentence to say to your fiance, man. I mean, that, we've had a weird That's fair. She's also, like, a lot of them are accidental racism. And she says something, like, we were talking about a Childish Gambino um, music video. Mm-hmm. And then she said, so... He's the guy on the ground over there. Yes, goes, yes, but the guy over there is him telling the story. And I was like, that's a different black guy. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Her response to me calling her a super sucker is, huh? <laughs> With the question mark. That's fair. Okay, so I get a regular attack then, I guess, and then I get the additional attack. Okay. I think that's how, I, how I'm reading it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> give me 20 now. Give me 20 It depends on how you Sorry, get coverage strength. Alright, so it doesn't have a once per turn clause, so you can do this so long as you have <coughs> slots for it. Which I do. Yeah, okay. And you have two hammers. Because I've got three, so I've used two of them now. Okay. Yeah. So you have one left after this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, so if you swung again and got it, then yes, you could do it again. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to figure out is do I do a regular melee attack first and yes. then add? It's Yeah, because uh, okay. you, you can't determine the hammer strike before you do it because you have to do it after this. Terry's just over here like, I'll do it again. And what level is your sentinel? Four. four. So she's got four. Yeah. Terry's just like, I'll Ooh. do it again. Ooh, that was pretty good. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> I'll fuck everything <laughs> well, we know who the bard of the group is. Oh, for the love of God. That was me speaking for Terra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Viper. Okay, Are you saying Chandra then... fucks the world? <laughs> <laughs> Chandra will mount the world. Oh my God. God. Style. <laughs> <laughs> I always blew my mind. My son will be the man to mount the world. I was like, mount the world. I was like, what do you mean by that? Are you just going to pillage the world with your car? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call the police is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Call the police on everyone in Game of Thrones. Like when I asked my, um, my, um, my, um, my, my criminology my teacher in college, how do you pillage a village by yourself in 2013? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about laws. And then she says, if you went and you just pillaged an entire village... You know, I'm, by yourself. I'm realizing there are, there now, are certain laws, and I was like, "Ma'am, how do you do that?" I'm <laughs> hold on. I'm realizing I split. I skipped an entire like encounter with four zakus and then a dom and a jamal. Let's do that. Strength. Yep. I'm realizing that I I fucked up this encounter real bad. How's 67 uh, points of damage? How's 67 points of damage do you there? Do you there? Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead and drop that by 67 points of damage, boy? And I just. <laughs> I'm just over here like, yeah, if I could kill gear and I could sure as fuck kill you. Alright. Does the 67 hit? <laughs> you walked up to a fragile human body and said, <laughs> like, fragmentation. <laughs> I like that you, like, chucked it at me and grabbed it. That's my favorite. Like, he was like, <laughs> I think we're doing it to taunt the guy. Yeah. Um. Alright. On. It is now the, uh, gun cannon's turn. And the gun cannon, uh, turns the bazooka and sets it directly on Terra's shoulder. Like, the gun... Yeah. I like it. It's, it's a mini-haro. <laughs> Chandler's idea was 
We're gonna make Once some I get dice. some more resin. Like I resin made a bunch of them. these little guys. I'm gonna <laughs> put them in dice. Uh, Maybe we should sell them. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Yeah. Patreon exclusive. But uh fucking sets the the bazooka directly on your shoulder. Which one looks the most fucked up? Uh definitely the uh gun tank. So not the guy I shot, the other guy. Yeah. Right. Uh and as he sets that, you do see again, because I totally forgot so I was supposed to bring the bazooka him. on my shoulder? Yeah. And that way it's touching you barrel directly. Touch, so it, barrel yeah. towards you. Like, so. oh. Not just like... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, know, like you, didn't, you didn't put the barrel on your shoulder. You didn't use you as a mount. No. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me use you as a mount to aim this yeah, far. Like, 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 <laughs> okay, so it's touching you and you hear him go, Listen, you are in way over your head. Stand down. We're Federation backed, I promise. <laughs> and then the gun tank does the same and raises the bazooka up to point at you. Uh, at this point... Hey, boys, maybe we can work something out? At this point, you hear Sayla's voice over the radio. And you just hear, like, everyone, stand down. They have multiple... Yeah, they have, they have <laughs> multiple... They have multiple mobile suits directly over top... There, there are multiple mobile suits directly on the base, aimed at civilians, aimed at bystanders. They're saying they will leave if we just let them board that plane and leave. We can figure something else out later. But we have to stand down. They stuck on base without me noticing? I'm still by the ship. <laughs> Fuck these guys come. Uh, you turn around and there is a Jamal. Uh, is that well, a really, really big one? It's the one that takes like four people to drive. It's the X one. This is it Jamal? The X A M L. Yep. X A M M A L or E L. Sorry. Load. This guy. Yes. The YMSM16 Zombo. Zombo. Has no business being in front of me. His ass needs to, he, he has a mortar. His ass needs to be away from me. It's basically aimed directly at the base. Fucking do it. He's over there like this, like, fucking do it! I searched the... I, I searched the, um... The album for another new <laughs> I'll just football this one right here. Yeah, it's it is massive. Yep. It is, it is a big boy. Alright. So as that plays out, you're able to hear it. Uh Viper's able to hear it, Vulcan's able to hear it, June's able to hear it. So sort of this stand down order uh is coming from Federation Higher Command. I'm saying higher because technically you guys are commanders and captains, so. It's above you, though. This is like Rear Admiral, Fleet Admiral shit. Where's Basque? Uh, Basque is Rear Admiral and is sending this order out. Okay. That's the one that matters to me. Yep. <laughs> General Rogue would be like, hey, stop! He'd be like, stand in the garbage. <laughs> What's the guy who looks like a 
Like what's what's the guy who's robot, clearly man. the villain here? What's the guy who looks like Clayface? <laughs> Dude's built like Clayface. Yep. <laughs> Alright. And then it comes around to Viper's turn. Oh, well, still to stand down, right? Mm-hmm. So I shoot the down for like oh. <laughs> Last one, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it went off an axe. <laughs> I guess we're sorry. Alright. The uh, gun tank uh, keeps the rifle aimed at you and hovers back onto the Minovsky craft. Vulcan's turn. I'm gonna stand down, I got the orders. Okay. Plus, we're dealing with nukes, so. Yeah, the gun sniper is already inside the, uh, the ship. June's turn. I'm gonna go ahead and stand down. I'm gonna go ahead and stand. Listen, we're dealing with the nukes here. The uh, the Gundam is going to do the same. Keep the bazooka kind of aimed at you, but load itself onto the ship. Terra's turn. Okay, so who's still got what pointed at me? Uh, the gun cannon still has a bazooka pointed at your head. It makes its way over to the ship. The ship does not launch up into the air. It sort of like lifts up a little and hovers along the water and starts to hover out over uh, the Sydney Harbor. The Jamal stays directly over top of the uh, Federation Guard Tower until the uh, Manaski craft is out of sight, at which point it powers off and the three pilots from inside of it, get out and surrender. From the ones... From the Jamal. Oh. Shoot. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably expecting it. Well, if they've heard horror stories of, <laughs> of the Viper, then yes. <laughs> uh, as you guys... Um, I'm assuming you're going to make your way back to the base. Right? Yeah. Oh, I... I have some. I have something to take care of in the hangar real quick. Cause there's still five guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna let you take a twenty and just fucking murder them. <laughs> <laughs> Which means stand down, right? We're good. Turns back around. <laughs> right. I don't like, have any more pop, Vulcan. Pop, the pop, worst pop. part is I don't have any more Vulcan rounds. There's only twenty. I use twenty to do that. Yep. So like they're they're getting stabbed. Spray uses, <laughs> spray uses fucking ten shots. I, uh, I go and I grab the mobile suit shot. Line up. <laughs> 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 Whoever's the captain of that ship's like, my hangar! <laughs> like, yeah, this guy's gonna be on your ship for a while. Why? <laughs> I do not remember the captain's name. Captain, captain Barbosa. Synapse. Captain I first Synapse. Captain, Captain, Captain Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> who, who recently won his court case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> regardless. Look, man, he's not getting that money. That's the sad part. All right. So you guys make your way back to the base um, where the captain of the Albion is waiting along with um, Basque, 
and Omaha. Now I asked with actual seriousness, is he furious at the damage dealt to his hangar? Because there's a lot of dead bodies and a lot of holes in the hangar. <laughs> he's not angry. He's wondering what in the fuck is going on. Uh, when you four come in there, the Basque sort of nonchalantly just says, close the door. We need to have a discussion. So the door closes behind you. It's just the four of you. Omaha uh, Law, uh, Basque Ohm, and Ifer Synapse. If I may, may I have pulled a recording from my suit showing that the crew was loading missiles and giving them to the enemy? To at least explain why I just murdered a bunch of people <laughs> who were supposed right. to be on, on our side. <laughs> um, you kind of hand that off to Basque, and Basque sort of like waves it away, and he's like, This does not concern me what you saw in the hangar. This concerns why Zamat Heavy Industries brought live rounds to a training exercise. And Captain Synapse sort of sits back in a chair and he's like, the crew that we had on board the ship has been the same crew that we've had since we undocked. Were. Huh? Were. The, they were the same that we had since we undocked from the Levion Rose months ago. We received the shipment of these prototype mobile suits and made our way Earthside, but we had never any reason to suspect they might have been, you know, maybe Zeon loyalists or, or what have you, terrorists. Nor do we have any information that we had live nuclear rounds on board. Granted, based on the information the agent from Zamad Heavy Industries gave, uh, they're based on modified Manovsky reactors, so we <coughs> might have just seen the output information as standard background noise. Omaha then turns to the four of you. If I can refer to the four of you as G-Team 1. I am not the highest ranking officer here, but I am going to request that the four of you be put on detail for this, rather than leave it up to the current G-Team. Um, as in, you, the four of you would be in charge of dealing with this. You're covering. We are the ones with the long. <laughs> the, the four of you are the only people that we can think of would be trustworthy enough to handle something like this. Wait, but I'm not part of the military anymore. Well, we can. Unfortunately, Tara, we do have the authority to reconscript you. Alright. And unfortunately, something like this. And I think <coughs> Basque, or I'm sorry, Field Rear Admiral Ohm will agree with me that we do not trust something like this to be handled well by the current members of G Team 1. Jared Mesa and Kakrakon and the rest of them, they're good soldiers and they follow orders, but. 
they would have handled the previous situation differently. And I don't think the rest of us would still be standing here. And I don't think half of this planet would still be habitable if they had handled it instead of you. Basque Ohm sort of steps forward. Now, I do have the authority to require this. So for the time being, the four of you are to join with the Albion crew and hunt down whoever it was that took those mobile suits and those weapons. I do not care of your rank. I do not care of your status. Right now, the four of you are pilots for the Earth Federation Space Forces. And your job is to recover Zamat Heavy Industries mobile suits at all costs. Dismissed. And he sort of like leans back and sort of like waves you all out of the room. <clears throat> Is there anything you guys want to check left on base or question? Uh, I mean, Were there any actually more nukes left over? Were no. They- there were just the the four that she had talked about in the kind of the, pit, the pitch meeting, the pipsqueak, the avalanche, the quarterback, and the boss. Seems like they have this plan from the beginning. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Ah, Metal Gear. Another question though. Sure. Since me and June were in the military the entire time, have we seen active combat since? No. Um, the only one of you who has seen active combat is Viper, but Viper did not directly participate. He was the captain of a ship. Viper is very unhappy with this past Meanwhile, Vulcan was a mobile suit instructor, so... Yep. He was the old guy. <laughs> and not the one screaming about how he wants butts. I need ass. <laughs> that one always got us as a kid. My man walks down the man walks down the hallway. I want some butts and just keeps walking. And I'm like, you trying to get fucked? You surrounded by dudes. This is the '80s. They ain't, they ain't a lot of women. <laughs> Listen, it's Top Gun. The, every everybody in there is having gay sex. You've seen that movie. It's it's heavily everybody implied. everybody is oiled up and gay except for Goose. Because he's only because he's got a wife and kids. He well, gets, he gets a pass. He they might be a beard, and the way him and, and uh, fucking Tom Cruise's character are at each other is definitely a tiny bit. Yeah, but he won't cheat. He might not consider it cheating. Fucking another dude. Isn't <laughs> <cheating>. <laughs> Honey, it wasn't cheating. I was just fucking a man in the end. <laughs> I was I, I was fucking Tom Cruise. You know, it's it's Tom Cruise. His four foot ass. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd love, I'd love for that actually. That's good. Like, honey, I was not in, unfaithful. I just had sex with Tom Cruise. That you still had sex with someone else? Yeah, it was with Tom Cruise. I'm gonna meet Zenu now, okay? <laughs> Space opera. I don't. I I can't. Was this like, he's like, he's like 50 something? He's late 50s. Man. He's still doing his own fucking stunts and getting yeah. thrown across fucking like streets and ran into fucking buildings. Yeah, I thought he was shit. in his early 60s. But... He's, he's getting there. Yeah. 
How old is Tom Cruise? I know he's younger than Keanu Reeves, but not yeah. that much. 59. Keanu Reeves isn't even 59. <coughs> Keanu Reeves is... 57. I thought he was in his 50s. I knew it wasn't 59. And in the 7th Mission Impossible, makes me think that this mission actually isn't impossible. Yeah, no, it's these seem like pretty possible missions at this point. Yeah. Right. So anything... I didn't like either. (laughs) Anything you guys want to investigate in the base or on the ships or with the peoples? Just check up on everyone, make sure they're okay. Um, there is one beam rifle for every one of the suits. Then the standard equipment that each suit was going to be loaded out with. Is Sayla coming too? Uh, no. You can ask if Sayla's going. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, Sayla says it's entirely up to you. Sayla's not being cordoned back into the military. Are you allowed to be <laughs> I am almost certain that you cannot refer to an officer's fiance or girlfriend or what have you as a concubine. You could if you wanted to get smacked. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can. I, lo- I would love this. Like sailors really like. Well, if you want me to go, I will. And you just like you're allowed to take concubines with you, and t- <laughs> just like. No, that, that's, a sl- that's, a, that's a slugger actual of what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> the slugger flies over, takes your glasses off, slaps you, puts the glasses back on, shakes your hand, kicks you in the dick, <laughs> shakes your hand, and then gets shakes your dick. <laughs> shakes your dick. Shakes your dick, and then Viper snaps him repeatedly. Takes the knife out, cleans the knife off, washes it in her dishwater, puts it back in a little knife block for you. Well, I don't know how he got it because it was in the other guy's arm. So, so Slayer is clearly. We got some questions. I was snaking him a couple times with the kidney. You got me. You got me, dear. You got me, dear. I would cut him open and take his kidney. I just like. I I wouldn't be worth much. (laughs) And then sell it to Char. Show it the shard. This is what's happened next to my scene. Alright, so yeah, if you want if you want Sayla to go with you, you can take Sayla. Oh. Yeah, if she wants to. Alright. I, I, I just like the fact that the entire time one of the Gundams <laughs> was being piloted by a guy with a knife in his arm. I assume he took that out of his arm. I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he, <laughs> he, just maybe he had to just leave it in his arm. He's like, God damn. In all fairness, the entire time you guys were piloting the, the gun cannon and gun tank, both of you guys were fucking full of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of you got shot like four times. Yeah, we're we're shot. I, I got shot. shot. Uh, I got, got shot, shot, then I got <laughs> healed. Then I healed myself, uh, then I got I shot not. again. You, you still have bullets in you. Yeah. You just powered through it. Yeah. <laughs> He's had an adrenaline rush. I'm like, yeah. pain don't hurt. And then, and then after, afterwards, yeah, it does. <laughs> you pain went, do you, hurt. you went in a fucking MRI and they pulled all the bullets out real fast. <laughs> that sounds horrible, actually. <laughs> and then you broke the MRI. There you go. Shot him. And um, now you have to go back into military service to pay for the damage. There you go. Um, so. When you go back in and you're sort of like taking stock of everything, uh, while looking through all the rooms to try and see if there's any kind of people related to this still here, uh, you go to the room of I think her name was Autumn Shore, the Zamont Heavy Industries. I'm going there with a knife. Uh, you open the door and she has been shot in the head. 
Well, I guess I don't need the knife. <clears throat> I want you to know that even even though I haven't explained what Basque said the plan is in motion shit, yes. still none of this makes sense to you. Because Basque had explained a couple <laughs> things and that there was a, a bigger plan going on in the background, but none of this lines up with anything you've talked about. Text me later. I will. You need my numbers. You need my numbers. Call me, maybe. I'm just, I'm just going to use the fucking Facebook Messenger. Yeah. But, like, call me, maybe? No. Alright. If you guys don't have anything else to investigate, the suits are loaded onto the Albion. And you begin pursuit over the uh, crater lake, following the Monofsky Trail. I take issue with my suit. I require an additional hard point added so I can carry two beam sniper rifles. Oh, they're heavy. You have to use two hands with them. Yeah. But I only get two shots. I need more than two shots. <laughs> uh, um, you could load a hard point loader for it, but there isn't one on the album. Uh, I'm going to go to the med bay. We could meet up oh, yeah, with the Leviathan Rose in order to get another one. Or just a beam. I healed myself before because yeah, no, if you need a gun and beam rifle, you can have a second as a gun and beam rifle. Well, I'll just have I'll just I'll just I'll just gun and beam rifle. And with that, the Albion launches and proceeds out over the Crater Lake following the Minovsky Trail. And that is the end of episode one of 0083. Alright. <coughs> but uh, Chase had some good, some good points of why did they bring live weapons, how were the Xeon soldiers able to get in and turn the suits on, I know, like, Viper is carrying a knife on him, and all points now, like, while, while, while on this ship, ready to stab literally everyone. Yep. I might even acquire a poisoner's kit and poison the knife. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm, I'm done fucking with people. <laughs> yep. uh, but once I, once I let you know what Basque has let you in on, you're still going to be confused and not know where it's going. And I have to figure out how to explain it to you without explaining everything. Well, you, you take a couple hours and do I feel like I probably built fucking wrong. You did a really good job. I know, like, to me, he's more of like just a soldiery type. But I put him into more of an engineering. Nothing wrong with that. Well, that's on the old system. Well, it'll technician on the old one, engineering on the old Are you wanting to try a different class? I'll have to do some things on it. If we need to, like, retool them completely, we can. I mean, because, again, like, this is all... We're just... We're learning the whole system again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll have to think on it. And we'll have actual combat encounters rather than just, like, chasing people in the next episode. Chase. <laughs> Which is not going to be next week. No, because next week we're doing Joey's game. Yep.
Mobile Suit Gundam Redux is piloted by Joey as June Chung, Terry as Barnaby Vulcan Cooper, Chase as Philippe Viper Adenazio, and Chandra as Terra Stormrider. Mobile Suit Gundam Redux is supported by listeners like you. To support what we're doing here, please go to patreon.com slash Redux. Thank you. We will see you next time on Mobile Suit Gundam Redux Memories. Sent me that nope. didn't send me like I'll let you know about it as we get to it. Alright. Because I haven't totally fleshed it out. But I sort of fleshed it out. Alright, it is a fleshlight. <laughs> send my flesh and I'm a plastic guy. That's <laughs> that is that's what Operation Stardust is. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> Operation Stardust is a fleshlight guy. Rubber <laughs> vagina. In a oh. tube, in a cylinder. It's like it's like a space colony. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. We got all the salt parts on the inside. Uh, I'm glad so- you hate me.